0: Going everybody, welcome to DMs After Dark. Uh, Welcome to our session zero of Avatar Legends, the role-playing game that takes place in the Avatar verse of uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender and Legend of Korra. Um, What's going on, DMs? How are you guys doing? Hey, Doing great, man! Hi. Excited for this. This will be fun. Canada. Yes, international edition.
1: Yeah.
0: Jess is north I of the border. That, count? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that counts. I didn't say yeah. intercontinental.
1: I had to use my, my passport. It counts.
0: Yeah, that absolutely counts. Oh uh, how God. is it up there? Is it winter yet?
1: You know, it's not. It's not too too bad. It's cold, but uh, I was expecting it to be a lot colder. But it's it's not that much different in Montreal.
2: Yeah, how far north are you?
1: Not that far like we're, it's only like, camp- we're only like a half an hour an hour over the border, so
3: yeah, oh, okay. Montreal's so, like just over the border, yeah, right. actually, yeah. Troy, okay.
1: we were like part way through, and we were like, wow, this looks a lot like Iowa. It's <laughs> just so much it's far all farms. When yeah. We cross.
0: yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Southern Quebec is nice. a lot of farms. Yeah. Yeah. some of my favorite skiing, though, when you go a little bit further up, mm. that's a so you're under- so you're really in the
2: maple syrup you're in the maple syrup nation then right now mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Sugar maple, mm-hmm. let's go. Hello to all our friends north of the border, whoever gonna watch this and listen. Uh, we like how you it. doing, buddy. Yeah. We are Thank your you. friends, now,
3: pal. Now, now they just know gonna, what
2: they're saying. Now we now they know are I'm just
3: what we're gonna saying. work on those Canadian accents all yeah. night. The South Park Canadian accent, not a real one, just the South Park one. <laughs> oh, God.
4: Yeah. Uh, Make sure that, we are short one Ember tonight because she is also in Canada, but she is doing professional things in Canada so she's too important to join us today but will be joining us for the actual game
0: yes we have talked with her um about a little bit about you know the avatar legends and her character just to get her thinking about this stuff but yeah she's got she's got uh, real adult stuff things to do so uh, we're going to let her do that <clears throat> not just play games um so speaking of and speaking of the game uh, <laughs> but Jess is mm-hmm. I mean, she's...
1: No, no, I'm I'm oh. making faces at Troy's oh. off off screen comments. <laughs> oh, gotcha.
0: Um, I did just see that. Um, well, let's let's talk about Avatar Legends, though. Um, let's talk about Avatar the you know the whole legend uh you know Legends the Avatar: The Last Airbender, Legend of Korra. I want to know because I've been bothering you guys about this as some as the DM who's going to be running this game for us. This short little series. I want to know, um, and I haven't asked this because I wanted to hear about it right now. What's everybody's experience with it? Like, have all of you watched it? Have you guys like how into it are you or were you at one point?
2: So I, go, I'll I, go
0: first. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go
1: ahead. I've only watched Legend of No, not Legend of Korra. I've only watched Avatar: The Last Airbender. Um, mm-hmm. I did finish it recently, probably just a year ago. When it it's on Netflix right now, so it's Legend of Korra. So if you do want to watch it and catch up on the lore, it's on Netflix. Um, but that's the only one I've watched. But I plan on watching Legends of Korra as we're playing. Um, throughout awesome.
2: I'm, month. Yeah. I'm in a similar boat to uh, Jess. Actually, Julia got me into Avatar, uh, right. which is crazy because yeah, exactly. she hasn't gotten me into any good shows ever. So that's there's a first for that. Um, oh,
3: <laughs> that's a, that is a public burn now. Shots I guess Friends. Yeah. Mm.
2: But that's really controversial, right? Boo. Some people would Boo. actually say yeah. that that's no. worse. Yeah. So yeah, that's I would say I that
3: actually that actually if she if she introduced you to one good show, but also introduced you to two to friends, that's like, still net zero. Hero hero for sure. right. yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
2: So so yeah. So uh I I recently, not recently, but a couple mm-hmm. years ago, a year or two ago, uh I watched all of the Avatar The Last Airbender. Um and I actually watched it with the kiddos. So nice. they really liked it. They super enjoyed it. Um, I have seen maybe half of the first season of Legend of Korra, and mm-hmm. haven't seen the whole thing. Legend of Korra. So, and at, I, what is there? Three seasons or something like that?
0: There are four, four? seasons. Yeah. There's four um, seasons for Legend of Korra. And I, uh, I think that everybody's going to be probably in this same boat. Uh, Korra seems to not be quite the fan favorite, but let's let's get to uh, Sarah and Christian. Uh, I oh,
4: am peripherally aware of. Things in the Avatar verse. I've seen maybe two full episodes of Last Airbender. One of which I forget. One of which I remember was the Fire Island Players episode.
0: Oh, that's so like the worst. Wow.
4: That's the one I remember.
0: It's a great oh, episode, that, but that's not a, that good, a episode good episode. To, yeah. And then
4: yeah. I saw the first episode of Legend of Korra. The rest <laughs> of it I learned <laughs> from being on the internet, sure, and having a lot of friends who are into Avatar. The most Avatar knowledge I gained was my friend made a Avatar and Cora Guess Who board. Uh,
0: Which was I, probably pretty tough for you. to Well, yeah. no, no, we
4: did teams. And I right. was always on a team with someone who knew what they were talking about.
0: Very cool. Uh, and
4: what we learned from that is that uh, if Momo was given a gun, he would be lethal.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. no, that that tracks for sure.
4: 100%. So that's yeah. my knowledge.
3: Cool. And Christian. Yes. So I've uh I'm kind of like in Sarah's like ballpark, kind of in between Sarah and Jess. Like I've seen I've seen some of the episodes of of uh well the first one. I haven't seen any of Cora. Uh I've seen Aang. Uh I don't know what I haven't seen them in order. I have I've just seen them like kind of when they were on TV. I've watched them with my son. So I don't know a lot of the lore. Uh so I'm a baby. <laughs> and I have seen I have seen the movie too.
1: So, oh
3: go. gosh! Oh, no, yeah. no, no, that there there is
1: no. backwards. No, there is that movie. puts you backwards. No, there, the you movie don't, was great, guys. We're net zero. The movie zero. is that's
3: zero. here. That's why I'm here, guys. No, no. I'm just kidding. The, uh, I, understand, just, I, I understand the movie. the movie is thought of as that, that it sucks. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, movie the only was, uh, avat- the blue
2: person avatar is OK. Yeah, that's
3: the movie is the same thing as the war. I've never seen that one.
2: Actually, there is no there is no avatar movie.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Amber
1: isn't here, but she has seen all of Avatar and all of Legends of Korra.
0: Yes. All right. Me and Amber are on the same page. So, so she's a like a fan person. Person isn't here. Yeah,
1: she loves she loves the series. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's actually, yeah. and so that's what I wanted to talk about. Is um I wanted to know how much you guys had watched or were familiar with it because um, despite being a Nickelodeon kid show, uh, I would argue that Avatar The Last Airbender is way too good for what it is. Do you know what I mean? Like, for oh, being so a, yeah, for being a Nickelodeon kid show, you could have expected that show to be, oh, lovable characters and funny adventures and stuff like that. But like the actual writing of that show, the world building of that show, the yeah. character arcs that you go through are things that you wouldn't expect yeah. in a serialized yeah. uh, children's Show. I highly recommend if you haven't watched Avatar The Last Airbender do it. Um, I would also say uh, Legend of Korra is very good. But, you know, it's obviously got to live up to the expectations that is Avatar The Last Airbender. And they took some pretty bold uh, steps that I really, really love as a world building nerd and all of you know this about me the other DMs. (laughs) Hi, child. Behind Troy. (laughs) Um, Hi, child. Uh, but uh, I'll say this like up everywhere. <laughs> the world, uh, the world building that they did for Legend of Korra, where they took the world that Aang uh, created and ushered in after the Hundred Year War ended and turned it into this kind of like modernized, uh, the nations all co- cohabitating and working together, uh, is actually very, very amazing. Um, and I think it's very clever how they did that. It made it feel interesting, and they also made it where you have a new avatar in Korra, but she was very, very different from Avatar A, which is great. Um, but yeah, so that's great, that's that's awesome. Um, I guess technically, before we start talking about your characters and the world itself, like I just started gushing about because I'm a huge fan of uh, the world building of, of this uh, series. We do kind of need to talk about what era we aim to play in because it will influence a lot of the decisions that you guys have, the options you have moving forward. Um, For example, you know, if you guys wanted to play in the Hundred Year War era, which is when Aang was asleep in his iceberg, you know, with with Appa, um, there are airbenders. But they're probably being persecuted, right? If you want to play in Aang or Korra's era, there are not a lot of airbenders. So if any of you were thinking of playing an airbender, you know that's a difficult thing. There was a air, there was an air nomad genocide in this show. Again, we're talking about a children's show, and they did not shy away from breaching that kind of talk, like the the atrocities of war. So you know, if if any of you, I don't know, I know we've chatted a little bit about um. Your guys's concepts for characters. I, I don't recall if any of you wanted to play airbenders, but that is a sig- serious consideration before we move forward. Um so does anybody need a rundown of the the nations themselves? Do you want me to kind of do a rundown? How don't you do that
3: anyway, just for just for the people who might be uninitiated?
1: Well, I, I mean, I think we should pick era first because I, I i feel like the way the nation probably operated right, or the mm-hmm. way their culture was might be dependent on what when era we're setting it we're in you know that's true,
0: okay, do you want me to give you a pitch of the eras that are um that are available to play in for this, and we can talk about those yeah, yeah. okay, so uh the Oldest era going back in time is Kiyoshi's era. Kiyoshi was one of the avatars. She was from the Earth Nation, uh, the Earth Kingdoms. she uh, It covers the events after the novels that have come out recently about Kiyoshi. She was a badass warrior of the Earth Kingdom. If you guys remember from Avatar The Last Airbender, Suki and the uh, Earth Nation, the Earth Kingdom people who, uh, the warriors, the female warriors who paint their mm-hmm. face and they're, they're super badass. Um, that was Kiyoshi. Kiyoshi kind of started that movement um, or was a part of that movement. I can't really recall. But um, yeah, so it says here, play in Kiyoshi's era if you wanna fight battles against rogues and bandits and deal with corruption as the nations defend and reinforce their borders. So we're going back so far that we're still talking about territorial, uh, you know, border skirmishes and conflicts between the nations. Um, at that point, obviously the Air Nomads, I, I think that it's pretty understood that throughout all of these eras, um, pre Hundred Year War, so between Kyoshi and Roku's era, um, Air Nomads are, both nomadic and reclusive. So uh, they weren't exactly fighting battles. They're monks, you know, that live in like secluded, high mountain, you know, um, difficult places to get to and things like that. Uh, But it would definitely be, that would be a place where in Kyoshi's era, we're talking Fire Nation attacks on the Earth Kingdom, probably pirate raids, things like that. Um, And maybe even Water Nation, um, you know, skirmishes and things like that. Um, Then next up is Roku's era. Roku was the next Avatar after Kyoshi. That might not be correct, but it's the next era that we play in. And Roku was a firebender. Uh, He was from the Fire Nation. Um, And that covers the time just before the arrival of Sozin's Comet and the beginning of the Hundred Year War. You guys remember Avatar The Last Airbender? Um, There's actually a flashback to this where they talk about um, uh, Fire Lord Sozin and Avatar Roku. They were very good friends, but uh, Sozin, fire lord sozin wanted to establish the fire nation as a powerhouse he saw the comet that was coming uh the fire nation gets a lot of their power from the sun and from breathing and this comet was like a um kind of uh what's the word i'm looking for a prophesied thing that he took to mean we should strike and so it began uh, the hundred year war that sent ang into occlusion and uh, seclusion and all that um, so it says here, play in Roku's era if you want to deal with tensions between the nations and the trials of maintaining an uneasy peace. So slightly bigger scale than what we're talking about in Kyoshi's era. Um, the scope of a Kyoshi era adventure would probably much be much smaller. We're talking about defending a village versus defending the borders of, you know. Um, the Hundred Year War focuses on the time uh, just before Avatar Aang's awakening at the beginning of Avatar The Last Airbender. So we're playing before... Aang is woken up by, uh, Katara and Sokka, right? So during that gap in the Avatar being in the world, um, basically it's, it's when the Fire Nation is declaring war on everyone and while the Air Nomad genocide is occurring. Play in this era if you want to rebel against unjust rule, protect the weak, and stand up to tyranny. And then you have Aang and Korra's era, which, uh, obviously for reasons, uh, because the show exists don't take place in the timeline of those shows. They take place after them. So if you play in Aang's era, <clears throat> it's after he has defeated Fire Lord Ozai. Um, and it's about healing the world after a tragedy and helping bring it into a brighter future. Um, and Korra's era is after the end of Legend of Korra, after she has uh, kind of, um, done her spirit world stuff I'm not going to spoil anything because I want people to go watch Korra it's very good um playing Korra's era if you want to deal with the repercussions of imperialism and play in a modernized era in Korra there are like cars and like metal bending has become a thing that everyone that like not everyone but a lot of earthbenders can do um and that revolutionizes cities you know what I mean like you have beams and like you know all these like yeah. zip lines across yeah. cities that basically yeah. earthbender benders can become like incredibly mobile police forces and it's it's very cool Okay. um so yeah i ranted a little long there but no that's fine
3: um i would say that i i don't want to play in a modernized version personally yeah especially so, like, because i'm not pretty open with to other stuff and- but i just i think you know i put that one out and other than that I'm, I'm pretty open i mean what do you guys think of other stuff i'm
2: I like the, the second era
3: roku's yeah. So like the beginning of the tensions and the war and stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool.
0: That would be that. specifically before Sozin's comet. So it would be, um, it would be as the Fire Nation is preparing to go to war and fully just hit it hard. Um, so there would definitely be. I think during Roku's era is when the Fire Nation set up that tower in the Earth Kingdom. I'll, I could nerd out about this forever. Um, but yeah, there it's definitely Skirmish City.
1: I'm kind not full-on
0: war but yeah
1: i'm kind of leaning more towards right before um ang disappears and after he succeeds because i like the idea of after he succeeds the nations are trying to come together but there's still all of this contention right it's it's after the war um mm. this huge war happened like there's still a lot of animosity but somehow the nations have to come together to peace where they work together for cores you know time Um, Mm -hmm. i kind of like. yeah nobody's gonna trust firebenders right like firebenders are gonna
0: be yeah
1: i like that idea of like uh, that complete shift and that could be selfish because i'm trying to play a fire nation person but like that Mm -hmm. shift of going to war and then now like what i have i'm working with these people right you know
0: Um, i will say that if you choose that era of after ang um just because of the way that it's written. Uh, technically, I don't know if I would allow any of you to play airbenders because it is strictly Aang's children right. who become the future airbenders that start the population all over right. kind of thing. Right. Um, exactly.
4: But uh, I'm actually with Jess. I was thinking right after Aang too. Um,
0: cool, works for me. It's
4: definitely more in a comfort zone um, with with my, my lack of knowledge, but I would still feel kind of more comfortable with that. And I also think it's what more people would know and be familiar with, and oh, I man. think that's neat.
3: Yeah, and we could talk about. I also I like the idea of the tension too, since Jess wants to play a firebender that uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: you know. Sure, I just gave the tension the thumbs is up. <laughs> good, I I do actually love this too because um we can talk. I mean I'm gonna obviously be sitting here uh for the next two weeks really loving brainstorming what I'm gonna uh, present to you guys as far as a series, but um a short little mini series. But we can also talk about you know this could be the beginning of Republic City, um, Ang and um, Ang and and the gang um were the ones who said like look we all worked together like we're all represented here and we need a place where it's not about your individual nation and they founded republic city um which is on the western uh coast of the earth kingdom and it was a city where any vendor like anybody from any nation was welcome to build a inclusive you know um modern society and so um Republic City is a really cool place that like we could talk about before it gets to the modernized version of Korra we could talk about yeah the tensions that would be rife in a place like that yeah so the
1: the other thing that I was going to say is that I also like right before Aang too because that that's also when the tension is developing right all these horrible things are happening and that's where the contention is first kind of starting so there's a lot Mm -hmm. of kind of Emotional conflict there too. Yeah, that's right.
2: My, that's my thought. Right, you're yes, on the you're, precipice. You're kind of a little quiet, Jess. Just oh, saying. Okay. I mean, not like terrible, but just you're a little quiet. Maybe you just don't no, no, yell no, like no. right I don't know.
0: I am very loud. I <laughs> wake up my Lori? child <laughs> through a wall. I wake up my child through a wall when we do this. So. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> but um, Lynn must be so happy about that. She loves me. Um, so yeah, do you let? Maybe we should put it to a vote. Um. Where we're talking uh right before the hundred year war, the Fire Nation is poised and ready to strike as Sozin Sozin's Comet is is on its way. Um or after the fallout of the Fire Nation's devastating war against uh the world and trying to take it to uh entirely new levels. Um yeah. What what where's everybody where's everybody sitting with this?
3: I don't particularly have a strong. Either one is fine for me. I don't particularly have a strong. Chat, opinion. take it a chat. <laughs> we have, yeah. What does chat think? Go for it. Let us know, guys. I don't
4: know what does what does chat think?
3: No, I know. Staring at
0: my <laughs> other screen. I should Wait not. I should not life. have put
3: it to the. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I would
4: say. I would say
1: it's up to Sarah and Troy Christians. Either way, I, I put these two out there, so I don't. Know
3: how yeah. How do I personally, personally, like. I, I think both of them are good. I think the aftermath of the war is going to have more. Like juice, room for yeah, interpersonal drama because like I want to play an Earthbender, Jess wants to play a Firebender. I do know in law that the Firebenders occupied the Earth nation, at least part of it. Am I right? Sometimes, so that be like you know,
4: we invade a lot, yeah. Uh, yeah. So. uh, chat's input is that uh, pumpkin pie hummus rocks. Just so you guys know, love it. I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he does. That sounds I amazing. Believe,
0: but. I believe it. All right. Well, I, guess,
1: um, I guess also for you, Rainey, Like, what do you have more ideas for? Like, what 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 kind of inspires you more? Of
0: what, yeah. What well, so about? I think I think that based on what you guys have been talking about and playing various members of different nations and stuff like that, definitely means I think that I'd have an easier time working it in Aang's era after the war has ended, uh, <laughs> because it'd be a way to bring all of you together without it being very strange that you know the five nations about to go to war and you know um, you know we have a. a yeah, Fire Nation uh, kind of character in here that isn't necessarily um, super aggressive.
4: Yeah, I love the idea of of after Aang there. I think that
0: could be really fun. Perfect. Okay, so in that case, uh, we can talk about the Nations after the events of Legend of, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, after the events of Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, That would be um, after the defeat of Fire Lord Ozai by Avatar Aang. Uh, It actually has a thing here where it says the Fire Nation and its people are working to redefine themselves away from the terrible crimes of their past, without losing their traditions, heritage and thirst for innovation. Um, Yes, the Fire Nation is, um, if you think about it, like probably the geniuses behind a good amount of the modernization that occurs after Avatar Aang's defeat, right? Because they have combustion, they have uh, metal, right? They live on an archipelago of volcanic islands. There's a lot of metal deposits they can make. their their long ships and stuff like that. Um, they're very inventive. Um, then we have the water tribes. The water tribes are pretty much stuck at the poles. There's the, north and the northern water tribe and the southern water tribe, and they're very isolated. And then there's the foggy swamp or what is it called the uh the swamp tribe that's just in the middle of the earth kingdom there's just some water benders that have just been in a swamp forever which is so good <clears throat> but um so the water tribes it says here um ba-ba-ba-ba. it says here during the hundred year war they suffered greatly because they were constantly under attack navally from the fire nation but since the end of the war they have substantially rebuilt and recovered um But the Northern and Southern Water Tribes took very different paths to the future. If you guys watch Korra, uh, the Northern Water Tribe, I believe, which is where Korra is from, goes very spiritual. One of them makes, like, an absolutely incredibly crazy city. And the other one stays pretty, um, not primitive, but, like, pretty traditional. Um, So, if any of you are playing waterbenders during this time, you can decide which kind of side you... Oh, Sarah's raising her hand. Okay. So... Think about um, maybe what kind of waterbender society you want to come from. Or you could be one of the swamp ones, which is very funny. I'm,
4: I'm You know, I'm I think old you old.
0: should be a
3: swamp one, star because I've seen you, I've seen and heard you do a redneck now. And and I want so you much want for the to world be to You
4: want me to be a redneck waterbender?
0: Yes. Have you seen the, oh, you haven't. Um, you yeah, haven't. Yeah, like, after this uh google some of the the swamp water tribe people it's like they were one
1: episode it, it's great
0: it's like one episode they wear like straw hats and ride like alligators and shit it's very redneck it's, it's very redneck yeah they
1: have a
4: tree though They're
0: we great. know what you're playing so I, okay. I,
4: I, I might have to be a swamp water tribe no, it, now it, it's <laughs> yeah.
0: decided yes. swamp Benda. i love right.
4: it so much
0: yeah yeah <laughs> i love see again we're talking about like this is a children's show but like they thought about the world building and they were like well why would they be stuck at the poles? maybe one group just got stuck in the earth kingdom in a swamp and you're like yes that's so good um, in chat it says here uh, only if you do the southern twang sarah you got to bring that southern twang
4: hi <laughs> <laughs> uh that that is one of my pathfinder players who has heard me do a hillbilly voice on Wednesday for like two hours straight.
0: Now it is expected. (laughs) Now it is expected.
4: All right. I can, I can handle this.
0: Uh, earth are earth kingdom people. Um, largest nation geographically and population wise, I believe. Um, the earth kingdom is very insular. Uh, they kind of build themselves behind walls or make it very difficult to like kind of get to them, but they are incredibly, um, you know, stoic and and strong-willed people. Um, during my research, I found uh, earthbending uses neutral G, I think is what they call it, but it's basically uh, waiting for the perfect moment to strike. And um, like, so it's all about patience, earthbending Um, and being like grounded, which makes a lot of sense, right? Um, So it says here, uh, the earth kingdom covers such a large area. It's culturally diverse. Um, it says there, um, the nation struggles with xenophobia, nevertheless, uh, but never backs down from a conflict or if that can be grounded in national pride. Um, yeah. Uh, while the earth kingdom definitely was, um, occupied and attacked plenty of times by the fire nation during the hundred year war. Um, most of them didn't even notice kind of, well, I guess bossing say fell at one point. So yeah, it it got crazy, but, um,
2: no war in bossing say
0: there is no war in bossing say I want, uh, Christian doesn't have any idea what i'm going to say next but uh, like doesn't know what i'm going to mean but i kind of want him to play a member of the Daily, Li. <laughs> like the secret police of the earth kingdom um, are they like are they like xenophobic assholes no they're like the people who like constantly push the propaganda and convince people that there are no problems they're like the oh okay. I no, that works i don't want yes. to say fascists but <laughs> no no that's perfect
3: that's perfect because I no listen. I wanted to be like like a very like nationalistic kind of like because I want to play the hammer. I want to play yeah. an Earthbender hammer, uh, basically to, to foil Troy's be a foil for Troy's character. But yeah. th- but that works perfectly because now I can just be like,
0: Earth Nation is the greatest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there's also there there actually is. It's a very militaristic nation. So y- even without being a member of the Daily, you could just be a member of the Earth uh, the Earth Kingdom Army. Uh, and there's actually a whole. So how do you spell that? It's too late. It's canon. How do I spell it? D-A-I-L-I, I think. D-A-I-L-I, space okay. L-I. Um, but I will, I will say this. There's a whole episode where um, one of the military leaders of the Earth Kingdom uh, decides that his goal is to force Aang into the Avatar state so he can end the war by sending him to the Fire Nation to just wreak havoc. And the way he does that is just by pestering him and pushing his buttons and stealing his friends and hurting the people he loves and it does cause Aang to go into the Avatar state and he just goes nuts. But like, that's the kind of thing the Earth Kingdom would do. Like, you know, ends to a means. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I like um,
3: it. One right. death is a tragedy. A million deaths is a statistic. I like yeah. it.
0: So am going with it. <laughs> so, um, and then we'll, I we'll mean, I'm not style. even going to talk about the Air Nomads because it's not going to be something we really talk about because the only Air Nomads are Avatar Aang as he starts his family with Katara. Um awesome, right? Yeah, which is super great. Yeah, it turns out, and I don't know, you none of you have watched. It's all uh, it's none changed. of you have watched Legend of Korra, but uh, Korra's airbending teacher is Ang's son. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's great. Please watch. Please watch Korra. It's better <laughs> than you think. Um, don't listen to the internet. All right, so we've chosen our era. We're, cho- we're choosing Avatar Ang's era after the defeat of Fire Lord Ozai and healing the world, talking about moving forward, uh, starting a brighter future. I love this. <clears throat> I have now quoted Joseph Stalin on stream. Christian, you, come on, come on, man. That ain't, that ain't, hat, ain't, that ain't what we're pushing. Dude, All right. Um, TOS, so. ma'am. come on now. <laughs> Terms of service, yeah, right? Fine. Twitch ain't Listen. taking us down, America's taking us down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you will them. <laughs> we okay. will crush them. We will not. Um, so
4: We are, are but humble nerds.
0: Yes, uh, that's true. So next up is um, us getting started talking about uh, the game that we're going to play. So we, we know what era we're going to play it in. We know, I know you all have ideas about your characters. We're going to get to that in a minute. Um, it says here, get ready to play by making decisions about the game as a group. Make decisions about the characters you want to play. Uh, individually, then every player, including me, should have equal say defining defining the game's scope, focus, and the inciting incident. So it says here: make decisions about characters you want to play individually, and then maybe we should make characters first, and then we'll talk about the scope of like the game that we're going to play. Okay. So is that cool with everyone? Mm-hmm. Plus, that's what everyone's here for anyway, right? We want to hear about these these wild wild benders and shit that you guys are going to. be Um. All right, so does everybody, I think I shared the PDF with everybody. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you have that uh, available to you, but if not, I will basically just pitch you some questions. Oh, I should talk about, as we're going to start character creation, Avatar Legends, the game itself. Um, We are Mm -hmm. vaguely familiar as a group with Powered by the Apocalypse games. We recently played Bluebeard's Bride, which is by the same publisher, Magpie Games, who have made this incredible Avatar uh, game. Powered by the Apocalypse games uh, share a few things in common. One is the resolution mechanic, which is rolling two d six plus uh, modifiers, and that determines the success or um, you know or not of your character's actions. So there are moves which you will potentially attempt if if you decide to do anything and I think that that falls under a move and it has a consequence for failure, I will ask you to roll that. You roll 2d6 and add your modifier. Anything six or below is a failure. I get to make a hard move against you. I get to complicate the scene. You might get what you want. Failing forward is definitely a thing because it's a narrative-based game, but for the most part, I'm gonna make it very difficult or very, uh, you know, complicating for you to do that thing. Seven to nine is the other success. Uh, is is the first success. It's called a mixed success or a uh, success with complication. You get what you want. You succeed in your thing, but oftentimes there's decisions to be made that complicate it. And then ten plus is an unmitigated success. You do it, and you tell me how great it is. Um, so that's one part of Powered by the Apocalypse games. The other is that this game is not like a lot of other tabletop role playing games where uh, you all know all of your stats and all of your skills and stuff like that. The game is framed as a conversation. Um, And for the most part, a lot of the advice I've seen for running these kinds of games is I actually don't want you guys thinking about the actual moves that are on your character sheet. I want you just thinking about what your character would do. And I will tell you if that's something that requires a role. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't want any of you sitting here and going, oh, I would like to um, push my luck. Like I would like you to say like what you want to do in a situation. And I might say, oh, that sounds like you're pushing your luck, roll this. Do you know what I mean? But either way, it's about framing it as a conversation. So that way it's always about the fiction and not about the mechanics.
1: Okay, great. So that's a lot less rules for me to learn.
0: Exactly, that's right. Yeah. Like, how, make it. Yeah, <laughs> um, these games really do strive to be more about the story you're telling, and um, then you know the character's power and stuff like that. Which is why I think this game is designed so well, even just in the quick start, because any cla- any playbook can be a bender. Um, it, like you know what I mean. Like bender is not one of the playbooks. Anybody can bend. It's not about the fact that you can bend. It's about yeah your character's struggles, your character's growth. You know what I mean? Like um, bending isn't the journey. It's just a tool, you know? Mm -hmm. All right. So the first thing we're going to do is um, technically the first thing they have you do here is choose your playbook. Christian, you've already mentioned what playbook you're playing. So why don't we talk about uh, the playbook that you want to play? Let me find it. Hold on a second. Do you want to just say it and I'll read it? It was a hammer. Yeah. I wanted to be the hammer. The hammer, hammer Earthbender. Yep. Yes, uh, the hammer is uh, is strong, tough, and looking for a deserving pay- face to punch. Play the hammer if you want to grapple with what force can and cannot solve. Um, Avatar Korra is a hammer. She is very good at all of the bending except airbending, which is about being loose and about being free. No, she wants to punch things into submission. She's like, "I'm powerful as shit. I'm going to beat the shit out of stuff. That's what I'm going to do." Um, oh, I so- like her. Yeah. So the hammer is, yeah, they're your, uh, they're your brutes, right? Um, So Christian, you're going to be playing the hammer. Uh, Let's just go, let's just go up to Jess. Uh, Since Amber's not here, we're going to go like this in the stream. Jess, uh, do you know what playbook you're thinking about playing? I
1: do. I want to be the successor.
0: The successor. Do you want to read that for us? Nice. Yeah,
1: sure. Uh the successor comes from a lineage of powerful but scary figures. Play the successor if you want to struggle against your lineage as it threatens to draw you in.
0: Ooh, very nice. And um let me just shout out real quick. If anybody's a nerd for world building like I am, YouTube, uh there's a YouTuber, Hello Future Me. They are I want to say from New Zealand. Um, and he is a massive Avatar fan and he has a whole series of like why Avatar is amazing. And he has a whole world building series and he goes into like the fire nation and about how, uh, the nobles, you know, kept their, um, like their marriages arranged so that they would keep powerful firebending to a small group of people, you know, rule by power, rule by nobility and all that stuff. So, um, it almost feels like if you're going to be playing a firebender successor, you're from a very small group of very powerful people. Ooh, okay, okay. You know, which in the time after the Hundred Year War uh, would probably be the least trusted people in the world. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, cool. Very, very cool. Um, next up, we have Sarah. We just figured out what your concept is, but do you know what kind of playbook?
4: Oh, yes. So I am going to stick with my original plan because while you've been talking, I did find a little bit of info on the Foggy Swamp tread
0: foggy swamp I knew it yeah
4: and so part of the thing after the hundred year war is that um I guess they gained like representation afterwards they were like represented at Zuko's coronation um and so I am gonna go with my original concept which is the icon
0: oh my gosh that's that's so good because like the icon of the foggy swamp benders like that's so good like i I cannot wait to find out uh yeah more about this character do you want to read us about the icon
4: yeah uh so the icon comes from an ancient tradition and inherited some serious standards to live up to play the icon if you want to be torn between your heart and your destiny
0: that's a good one that is a good one and um we'll talk about this in a second but um let's get to Christians first, but then I do have a question because it'll determine how... Yep, that's exactly what I meant. (laughs) Um, uh... Troy, go ahead, tell us about your character. What playbook are you thinking?
2: Yep, so I'm going to be the idealist.
0: Yeah, that's... Yep. Yep. Uh, Go Okay. The
2: The idealist says, uh, the idealist has a past full of suffering and tragedy that has strengthened their beliefs. Play the idealist if you want to awaken the hope in everyone around you.
0: You are an inspiring man, Troy. I oh. love it. I'm um,
2: actually planning on playing somebody uh, from the Fire Nation.
0: Oh, interesting. So,
2: almost kind of Uncle Uncle hero. Uh, Iro. Iro.
0: Iro. Iro. um Ooh, okay. Yeah, I mean, the Fire Nation definitely was a very militaristic kind of thing. I think that was part of your background that you were thinking about doing, right? Yep. Um all right, so we're going to talk about, um, yeah, we'll talk about background in a second. So one thing I want to ask, because uh, I don't think it's brought up here in character creation specifically, is what age range are we thinking? Because I know um, team gang, you know, uh, Avatar Ang's crew um, was, I believe, in canon somewhere between like 12 and 16 was like that group's range. A- Ang was supposed to be like 12, and then everyone else was supposed to be like up to 16 or something like that. And then I think Korra's slightly older. They gave her more time because uh, technically you're not supposed to start your avatar training until a certain age. But she knew from like three. Um, so, but I think that she's supposed to be probably somewhere around 18, 19, you know, something like that. Mm. Uh, what age range are we thinking? Because that will determine how long after the defeat of Fire Lord Ozai this is going to take part in her. I think Anybody, by definition
3: Troy's Troy's character has to be a little older just because of what I know might be about the him. oldest He's planning. Yeah, he probably should be the oldest.
2: So I'm okay uh, with being the oldest. I don't want to be ancient because I unlike Uncle Why Troy? like Pedro has all his shit figured out, or seems like he does. I am I'm firm in my beliefs, but I'm also like I'm not sure that they're right. So could be mid
3: twenties. I'm,
2: I'm still learning. Yeah. At earliest mid twenties. I was thinking like yeah. 30? 30 So basically, okay. ancient.
0: Yeah. Well, no, that's great because let's say let's say you were like a, what do we think, like twenty-two year old soldier during the Hundred Year War. We could yeah. put this ten years after the war, so like you know, Republic yeah. City is being yeah. built. You know what I mean? Like enough yeah. time that it's not real fresh, but still not long enough that anybody's feeling good about Firebenders. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like sure, sure.
2: Um, that that know. works for me. I think yeah.
0: It's a it's a long road to recovery for them. All right, cool. Um, so in that case, that puts us, you know, around uh, 110 AG or whatever the, the year marking is. Um, does anybody else have age ideas? I'm
1: thinking like 17, 19 for me, I think.
0: So you were like a child. About yeah. So you were like a child, Jess, when, uh, oh,
1: when no. your Fire
0: Lord was defeated.
1: That's a good point. It's 10 years, right? I mean, ish. Maybe also like 2022 then. Okay. I think I I I want to have still like strong visual memories of it
0: enough so that like you're salty about how much better you had it when you were a kid.
1: Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Pretty <laughs> pretty <laughs> actually, because
0: because
3: no, that's good because I'm thinking the exact same thing for reasons that I want to still be salty, old enough to do stuff, but young enough to still be salty about it without having like perspective of like different people's opinions and stuff
0: yeah. like that. That's why I'm that's mm. why I'm going with what I'm going. Yeah. So, All right, yeah, we'll aim for that. So. Yeah, we'll play like a and then okay, Now here's where Sarah's like, I'm nine.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so I actually, so again, I have the the fandom.com tab for the foggy swamp tribe open because I wanna, you know, do some accuracy. So uh, the gang, it looks like got and met them around like at the end of the hundred year war. It's, it's during the final year of the hundred year yes, war. Yep. So if this is around one ten. I'm almost thinking maybe like she maybe she didn't like meet them but she saw them and was there when they were there as like a kid Mm -hmm. um and maybe it was like oh like shit these guys are really cool I kind of like that uh and so now it's like 10 years later and she's like 20 so like she met them as a 10 year old and then is now 20 and
0: you only would have been two years old, younger than Aang himself. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, like he would have been someone you could have been a friend with, kind of thing. You know?
4: Yeah, like she probably thought she, he was like fun.
0: Yeah. Oh, he was. Yeah. Aang, if Ang was anything, Ang was He's fun. fun.
4: So yeah, I think I'm gonna go with 20. So she would have like been there when they were there.
0: So that's great. So we have we have an age range where Troy is the old guy at 30, <laughs> like, um, and the rest of you are early 20s ish, um, all old enough to remember the end of the 100 year war but not old enough to have done anything during it except for troy's character who that's probably why he's grasping with the problems he's grasping with you know what i mean like dealing with these issues um okay do we know i i remember um amber did mention an idea but i don't know if she does anybody remember off the top of their head well then it's gonna be a she wanted to be a Marshall
3: <clears throat> character, I thought, but that's all I know. You know what? That's, that's as
1: far as I know as well.
0: This, this is going to be a good post midweek where we go, what does everybody think Amber's character is going to be? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, you know, we'll figure that out all at the same time. Um, all right. Uh, next comes naming your characters. There are naming conventions in the Quick Start Guide, which are based in the world building that they did, the historical, um, you know, kind of context in which these nations were um designed the way that they were kind of um what they were representative of in the real world um feel free to use those if you'd like or if um you know you want to just go with something different by all means um you know i bet you fantasy name generators probably has (laughs) avatar names let's find out oh really i'm gonna check uh here's our plug for fantasy name generators.com
4: Okay. I, I did some, I can go off on this. So fantasy name generators is run by one person. Her name is yeah, Emily.
0: She's amazing.
4: She is amazing. Um, she runs the whole thing by herself. Everything is user submitted. All of the backgrounds that you see when you use the generators are fan submitted. They are fan art that they gave her permission to use. She also does often, um, drives to raise money for reforestation. All yes. The time. Yep. Uh, So make a shout outs to Emily Donate to her if you can
0: Yes, keep your uh, ad blocker off for this site Because she does generate ad revenue for that kind of thing Yes Um, Pop culture, uh, under pop culture On fantasy name generators Is an avatar TLA names thing If you guys want to go and just have some fun with that
4: Brady, there's a one for the foggy swamp tribe
0: <laughs> is there do you see that they wear like leaf hats and stuff like they it's do. so good yeah it's i when
4: i googled them i saw like their actual outfits and then i saw other people drawing like fashion concepts
0: oh boy Whoa. we'll have to share uh we'll, we'll have to message somebody who's making good fan art and be like can we post this just uh yes, we'll hype like, you can well, i share this yeah yeah rainy can you can
2: you drop the link for that avatar name generator in the uh, zoom chat
0: no troy you need to learn how to google foo no of course i will hold on one second Oh, shoot, hold on. I'm getting, in, I'm getting in character.
3: I'm an old man now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I found it on my own, Troy. So, so and then, yeah, uh, yeah uh,
0: follow that link, and then on the top, there's a bunch of uh, drop-down menus to go, just go to Pop Ooh. Culture, and then Avatar TLA. Um, I love that there's a Sokka Attacks one. While well, everybody's looking up names, let me just read you guys some great Sokka Attack names from here. Uh, there's the Grasping Punch-A-Smack. There's the oh my goodness. Smoking Boom a splat. Yeah, this is very, very soccer. This is good. What? That's great. What is this? Sparky boom boom man. Sparky Sparky Boom Man? That's
2: a
3: I feel one. like I feel like I'm back about three hours ago listening to Troy's
0: names. Oh my goodness. Those are <laughs> never going on the internet ever. <laughs> uh
2: so, yeah. Oh
1: man. um
3: We can. Uh, yeah, I'm sticking oh, with what that. I originally came up oh, with. Oh, good that job, is, in chat. What, what, That's, uh, Yeah. What is you. what
1: is your name then, Christian?
3: uh I am going to go with I-sen, uh, I sense I sensing. I sensing. Can you? I sensing. Uh, can, uh,
0: can you? uh So are we gonna call you ISEN? ISEN works. I sensing. sing I-sen. I gotta, I gotta start taking. I gotta start taking notes. I gotta start knowing what the heck I'm gonna do with you guys. I didn't write any of this. There down. you go. Popped it in the chat. Oh, I send sing. Okay. Oh, we could just call you I. Yeah, I. Or, or what? What do you like? What do you? Uh, I'll
3: decide when we play. But I send sing is good. I, I just I's fine. We'll go with that.
0: I. I send sing. Uh, i not into you are... character
3: yet. You know, I have to do like a, a week's worth of method. You know, watching stuff
0: before I get into chat. <laughs> you are the uh, Daniel. Uh, what is it? Daniel Day Lewis. Is that his name? You're the Daniel Day Lewis of the DM- <laughs> 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 uh If anybody in chat gets that joke, um, I mean Daniel Day Lewis. People know who he is, right? That's not a yeah, crazy totally. Thing. Uh, so you are an Earthbender idealist. Is that right? Oh hammer! Oh hammer!
3: Hammer! And I, I wouldn't mind being part of the Dai. Was it Dai or Dai Lai? Dai I would be a really young member, though, huh? You would be. I don't know if the Dylee still exists. Ah, uh, they do Post. because I looked them up, and although they were very corrupt, uh, after you the war say. they they appa- they apparently were not corrupt. They they redeemed themselves. Oh,
0: yeah, I don't know about that.
3: Yeah, I don't uh, necessarily want to redeem myself. I want to
0: be. Uh, I want to be a dick. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Does anybody else have a name that they like yet?
4: Yes. Uh, all right. So I'm. I'm just going to be dropping five new tribe lore you guys today please all do. of their names are very short and they are all unisex uh so my character's name is rue it's spelled r-u-e perfect and they don't do surnames it's just one name
0: rue foggy swamp icon <laughs> <laughs> all right
4: what a, what a name rue.
0: yeah uh, i had a friend in college named rue she was great and now I'm just going to think of uh, think of that every time uh, I think of your character.
4: As long as it's a good association, I'm happy.
0: It's a good association. Perfect. Jess and Troy, any thoughts? Oh, uh, Troy uh, went ahead and uh, posted his, but I think Here. he's muted. Arulo. 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 yep. Arulo.
2: And honestly, on the name generator, Joe came up, so that's my last name. Sorry. Arulo <laughs> Cho?
1: Do you know what's hilarious? I, I I was like, how weird it would be for my first name to be Cho. Because I wanted to go with the name Cho Zen.
2: But, you bastard.
1: I know, but I wrote it out and I was like, I don't like this. So I'm not going to do it. But I, I, I uh, yeah, I'm-
2: Rulo Cho, that's who we got, baby.
1: Gotcha. I'm either going to do, uh, I'm between Trinity and Che. I might do Che. Che. Okay. Yeah, I
0: like C-A-A-N. Che. Definitely
1: yeah. Che. What is it? Che. I'll go with Che Zen. Che Zen? Chosen. Yeah.
0: Almost Chosen. Uh, how good. do you spell it Che? Zen, it's yeah, che it's C-H-A-E. A-E.
1: Yeah. Oh, I like that And then spelling.
0: Zen Z-E-N or S-E-N. Oh, there it is. Yep. That's a that's a cool name, man.
4: Yeah.
0: That's a cool name. Uh Fire Nation successor.
4: Yes. Guys, we're cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, you guys are so cool.
4: I mean, you guys are cool. I'm not. I was playing a fucking. You hillbilly. know what's funny
0: about that is, like, just based on playbooks, I think technically you're supposed to be the coolest. But I mean, like, you're a swamp hillbilly. But I'm you know? not.
4: It's like in theory she should be really cool, but in practice she's just like, hey.
0: You know what? No, not to You're big fish in a small pond. That's what you are. <laughs> you yeah. Know what I mean? like, yeah. She won like the pumpkin
3: contest. The swamp the pumpkin contest. Like the catfish <laughs> contest. She won it. Ooh yeah, catfish contest.
2: Also, interestingly enough, in one of our previous games, your ass was something that came into play. Uh, strong, uh, strong, strong of heart, dumb of, dumb ass. of ass.
0: Yeah, maybe yeah,
2: yeah. strong of heart, swamp of ass. Swamp,
0: swamp of ass. Oh no! Oh No,
4: no, but no, I can't, I can't ruin it just because. Maybe you take
2: the, you can take the ass out of the swamp, but you can't take the swamp. The swamp baby. Out out of the of
3: the ass. Ass. Oh man! So clip Eva's that ass moment. Was... So
0: good. That yeah, clip that moment. <laughs> Writing it down. 49-27. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, next up... That is so ridiculous. Um, oh, boy. Next up, we choose everyone's training. So uh, this is where you decide whether or not you are a bender or a non-bender, basically. Um, <laughs> since we decided we're playing... Actually, this is kind of interesting. We're playing in Avatar Aang's era post... Um, post-100-year war, uh, post-Aang's defeat of Fire Lord Ozai, meaning, um, typically, I feel like um, the technological uh, character style uh, is very evident in Legend of Korra, but it's probably not so much in pre-Aang's era. Um, I mean, people were always innovating and things like that, but um, because you had, even in uh, Last Airbender, you had the uh, the people who were living in one of the air nomad temples, remember? And like the kid built the flying uh, wheelchair that he had and his father was building all of those crazy steam powered things. Um, So it exists. Um, If any of you were thinking about doing that, I know we've already talked about, I think all of you are decided, but I don't remember if Jess said she was a bender or not. Um, I assume she is because she's a noble. She
4: said she is. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think she said she is too. Yeah. The nobility kind of uh, kept that in the in the genes, if you will. Although, again, go watch Hello Future Me's video, is bending genetic? Yes and no. <laughs> um, that's, that was a very specific plug. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, here's where we decide, it says here, decide whether your character specializes in bendings or hand-to-hand combat or technology. All of you are benders? No, I think Tro- Troy's not a bender, right? Troy is not yeah. a bender.
2: Yeah. Marshall Class, and okay. I think Amber was martial Class as well.
0: I'm not yeah. writing anything about Amber's character right now. We'll figure that out later. So, yeah. uh, you are a hand-to-hand combat uh, person. Or a combat person. Okay. Uh, Sarah Rue is a waterbender. She is. Okay. Of course. Uh, not to mix uh, media here, but you being a backwoods, you know, back island uh, swamp person who's a waterbender, if any of you have played Final Fantasy X, I just imagine uh, when Yuna is doing the sending in Kilika and she's dancing oh with her rod God. and the water is going all around her. That's it's the kind so of like good. waterbender icon-ish I could see, um, you know.
2: I just anyway. recently replayed Final Fantasy X so good i beat it again and it was uh it was just everything i remember that was amazing so
0: good that game is very good yeah although nine is my favorite and i know that's not the most popular option but whatever christian (laughs) uh it's very good
1: i i just came back to see what i missed and all i got was a joke about swamp ass great oh yeah uh remember
0: (laughs) IFA, ifa was pure of heart dumb of ass yeah uh rue is pure of heart swamp of ass (laughs)
4: <laughs> I didn't say that. that.
3: Uh, no, but so there's also, but back there's back also, back. you have to choose your fighting style and maybe you just give people swamp ass. Oh, oh. no. She sweats them out. <laughs> so you're just like,
0: oh God, I'm so just, uncomfortable right now.
4: Jess, please, please come back to, to our yeah.
0: state uh, Christian. Me. Christian, let I me. Christian, uh, let me deflect real quick. Christian, uh, yes. are you an earthbender? I am an earthbender. Yeah. You're an earthbender. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh. Fun fact, in my research, I found that I don't know if it's because it's more rare or because the population's larger, so it seems less prevalent, but earthbending is like the least represented population size-wise, supposedly. Um, so they're pretty rare in the earth cool. kingdom. And Jess, you are a firebender, correct?
1: Yes, I am firebender.
0: Yes. So we got benders of all kinds and a hand-to-hand combat person in uh Troy Troy, that really makes you like in the Fire Nation Navy or the Fire Nation Army, being a non-firebender, man, you were you were a grunt, bro. Like you were was like a stormtrooper. You were a P. basically. <laughs> a, yeah, you are straight stormtrooper status. Uh okay, cool. So that gives That's us bad. everybody. Oh, actually, this is important. We have to decide your signature fighting style. Uh, Christian did bring that up. Uh, even within your bending or your fighting style, um, it says here, and this is purely narrative but it's just a way to get you to think about how you use your skills and your training uh, in things like combat. And this is going to be very funny for you, Troy. Um, What is your signature fighting style? So um, the examples here say a waterbender who creates clubs, spears, shields, and projectiles out of ice for themselves and non-benders companions to use, or tech experts who grew up trapping monsters in the wild and constructs elaborate snares out of items to catch their enemies. So Let's start with. We're gonna go with Christian. I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah. No, I have a good idea for one. Uh, I right. actually want
3: to um, use like small, like smooth, like river stones, and just like huck them at people like Gambit, and just like have them explode. Dude,
0: you know what's so funny is last night I had my wife. I was like, Lynn, I just want to run through a quick character creation. Uh huh. And I was like, just so that I understand, like step by step, what's going on here. And she sat down and she almost built a very similar character, Christian. She built. That's a- because wind is a genius like me and yeah. you know good minds great she minds. built she built a bold earthbender uh and she said she wanted to fight what she did was she would lift up a piece of stone break into a lot of little pieces and then just scatter them like oh, she was nice. like she was like a scatter shot uh um, that's cool see i just i just have a picture of him like spinning like the stones like around his yeah. hand so like, so, just so we're just to gonna say him. we're just gonna say uh projectile yep. yeah, okay cool projectile cool. stones yeah I like that they're river stones because you can like skip them, like maybe you got trick, yeah, like you got skip trick them shots. off a of wall and stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right, Rue. what's uh, Rue's, uh swampy style?
4: I Swamp I hands. haven't figured. I I almost feel like
0: she lifts water and drops it in people's pants.
4: No. <laughs> Yes, I'm getting bullied. Can you help me? Oh no. I you do whatever
1: you want Sarah. You always <laughs> make the best characters. You just do whatever you want and it'll be yeah. golden. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Don't uh, I don't
0: know. <laughs> um in the in, in Avatar Last Airbender, not in the Foggy Swamp Tribe as much, but in I think it was the Northern Water Tribe, where uh Katara and Aang went to go learn waterbending. Um, Katara found out that they don't train women to do martial waterbending. They trained them to heal only. They did oh, not teach no. them how to offensively wield waterbending, but waterbending has healing powers. So if you wanted to like swing that into it, where like your character isn't great at fighting with waterbending, but it's like defensive or something like that, you could do that. I know you are a healer typically, so <laughs> I, I, I gave you the option.
4: by nature. Yeah. So I, I like, like that. Um, so she mostly does like defensive stuff and um, healing. Um, but I also like the idea of she's learning to like like I love the idea of her just like wrapping a water, water. knot around someone's ankle and tripping them
0: Ooh. so like she
4: can't hurt them but she can annoy them
0: mm-hmm. yeah all right yeah that's still I would still put that under defensive you know what I mean like mostly like uh crowd control she's hindering, like hindering them control
4: yeah, yeah. control she's there yeah. to set someone up to take care of the problem but yeah if if yes, I Christian. I see you in chat. I always finagle. to play a cleric. If I can play a cleric, <coughs> I will play a cleric. We're playing Call
0: Cthulhu. I'm a nurse. Oh, yep. so no, true. She's Sarah, a oh, she was a doctor. She, she was, was a doctor. doctor. Yeah.
4: Rainy. <laughs> sorry.
0: <laughs> put respect stop. on my name. You yeah. put respect <laughs> on my name. Like <laughs> fictional Troy. character. <laughs> Troy, Troy. What is this? Is gonna this is gonna be fun, Troy? What is your Fire Nation idealist? Martial character, hand to hand combats, fighting style.
2: He uses the sword.
0: Oh like, nice.
2: I, I think of the uh I think of that master swordsman that uh uh Saka for saka fought, yeah. Uh obviously I'm not a master swordsman, but like I think of that guy and realistically I feel like he would be on par with like airbenders. Like he would fuck up airbenders like that mean, nice. airbenders, just, just benders in general. Like yeah. he would be like yeah he would be a danger to people yeah. uh so yeah way of the sword i feel like there's something um i don't know there's something that's very very deep about <clears throat> the concept behind like mastering your body through like the sword right like yeah. the sword is not only a physical item but it's a manifestation of something much more it's an extension um, so of yourself I love, I like that a lot. Yes. I believe actually it wasn't
0: one of Sokka's like biggest lessons, like um when not to draw the sword. Like wasn't that one of the biggest things like he taught him? Was like I think I think so,
2: but I think more over than that that's just something that you see in
0: like, every yeah. Culture,
2: yeah. everywhere everywhere, yeah. right? Like, you know, I yeah, just I think th- it like 007 uh Spectre, the guy was like, you know, you might have all of this technology and and these drones and this and that, but like what makes you a double O is knowing when not to take the shot, yeah. Uh, and that's something that you'll never, that no amount of technology or drones will ever tell you. You know what I mean? I was mm-hmm. like, that's
0: really cool. yeah. So. <clears throat> um, all right, and that brings us to um, that brings us to Che Zen Che, right? Che.
1: Yes, Che Zen. Yep.
0: Uh, Fire Nation firebender successor.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What is your fighting style? I'll go so far as to say, if you are a like noble, you might be able to lightning bend.
4: That would be cool. That would be cool. Oh, I, yes, I, that would be cool. That would be I, cool.
1: I think I'll stick with fire bending, though. I think I okay. will stick with fire bending.
0: <laughs> Maybe she's not quite uh, disciplined enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are what are my options for this too? Sorry,
0: it is no. It's the fighting style is entirely narrative. It's basically just. Um, it's the thing about the way you fight that makes you different from other benders of the same element. So like, I guess, I mean, firebending is very offensive. You know, it's, it's always about being on the aggressive, like, you know, being the aggressor. Yeah, right. Um, but I mean, really it could, it could be however you plan on manifesting it. Mm. I don't recall if there's like extended use firebending like nobody can like hold out a flame right like it's more like it's a lot of bursts and blasts yeah yeah. right
1: right
2: Hmm.
1: i'm trying to think of what i remember of like azula and zuko and how their
2: how their firebending worked Mm -hmm. lots of closed fists stuff (laughs)
0: firebending fire fire breathing comes from breathing like fire breathing firebending comes from the breath like from breathing so it's all about like inhale exhale like um you know
1: i think i think for me i i kind of want her since the fire nation is so militarist militaristic kind of like the idea of her family being nobles but very much generals in the army um, and I know Troy is also kind of doing a military thing too, but I kind of like the idea of her fire bending being very like sharp and precise and practiced mm-hmm. and very um, kind of you contained can... as much as possible when she is performing it. She's not great at it because she loses her head a lot.
0: But we could actually even say like sharpshooter. You know what I mean? Like you are like a Ooh, you know I like, like... That. yeah.
1: Ooh, I like that kind of precise precision attacking. Yeah, I like that.
0: Yeah cool um i won't go so as far i won't go as far as to say you know like uh, if any of you remember from i believe it was avatar the last airbender um the guy who was the combustion bender like with the thing on his forehead and he could like oh, from, yeah. from far out just like shoop, and somewhere would just explode you know what yeah, i mean Yeah,
1: that's right i do um, remember that
0: that is a subsect of bending, but it's like a i honestly i don't even know if we if they ever go into like how it comes about like i think it's just like a rare manifestation of it
1: uh-huh.
0: but yeah all right but yeah you kind of you're somewhere in between like a typical firebender and that you know what i mean like you are incredibly precise with your attacks um yeah i
3: like that Phew.
0: yeah subtle you know if she, which is not something... a shot,
4: she knows where it's gonna hit it
0: yeah yep Um, All right, cool. Um, Next, we choose your backgrounds, which I think everybody just in discussing this has already talked about uh, what those are going to be for them. Choose up to two backgrounds and describe your character's upbringing. Your backgrounds uh, affect your social situations and tell you what kind of knowledge and practice you might draw on when you rely on your skills and training, which is one of the moves of this game. If at any point you're attempting something that I think would draw on your skills and training that you received during your background, I can make you roll for that. So it says here, write down the name of your character's hometown or homeland, either a favorite location from the show or one you've invented yourself. We can worry about that in a little bit. But the background options uh, are military, monastic, um, outlaw, privileged, urban, and wilderness.
3: So i'm thinking because i wanna because i wanna be very nationalistic i want to be very close minded i want to be very jingoistic uh I, I want to uh have to be kind of sheltered from outside different opinions right okay yeah uh, you have to you have to have you have to have been raised in an environment where it's just like this is the one right way everybody else is wrong go team to be there, right. right go team earth King go. go team. Right. So, so especially, you know, he's going to be like 2022 or whatever. Uh, He has to have been done, done that for the majority of his life. Right. And now this is his, his first steps, like out into the world, like kind of being exposed to these other people and he's not going to get along with them. So I'm thinking military and privileged. Okay. Because any other way he
0: probably would have been exposed to them. Right. I feel like, you know, it's funny is uh, I feel like, I could think of at least, I think Jess might also pick military and privileged. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like, was just um, going to
1: say, I'm also adding between the two.
0: But Ooh, that's going to be great two. because yeah, you can pick what? two. You can pick yeah. up to two. Yeah. yeah. Um, And I think that for a Fire Nation person, like it's hard to not pick military just because of the, you know, the nature of that nation during this time
1: yeah and it's it's so funny because like i know christian is trying to very much foil troy but now i'm also thinking about how my character very much foils troy as well right yeah, but
0: you know like something I'm- we're also going to
3: foil each other like
1: a lot. yeah no absolutely yeah.
0: oh yeah um you two are going to be butting heads because you are seeing each other f- through the lens of your respective militaries and respective privilege from what were enemy nations not that long ago like of your childhood oh yeah yep. um so it says here, there are questions that you can answer about these. Um, but I don't think we need to go into this. Like this says for military, I think it's obvious. Like it says, are you a soldier, sailor or spy? Do you still answer to your commanding officer or have you gone rogue? Like, I think that for you guys, your military upbringing wasn't so much that you were soldiers. Maybe that you were like military kids. You know what I mean? Like Well, that's what I was thinking. So, so I... Like, I like what you brought up about the dialing. I like what I read about him.
3: I think he's too young to be a part of it, but maybe he comes Rude. from a family that, a family that's like prominent in it. Yeah. And he, he went to a military school. Yeah. Like a prominent, you know, like, I, I want to say West Point, but you know, something like that, right? right? Yeah. so he went to like a prominent private academy. He just learned go team the whole time he was there.
0: And <clears> so that's <throat> like, that's where his mindset is. Yep. Yep. And then under privilege, it says here, what advantages did your upbringing give you? And now that you're no longer surrounded by safety and ease, what do you miss and what do you fear? Which are good questions to think about for your character's motivations. Yeah, yeah. Um, so brainstorm on those if you have answers, by all means. Uh, so I think that, you know, with the, the
3: advantage he would have had, I mean, if his dad was, his mom or dad or both of them were in the secret police, like he could get away with a lot of shit. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he would just be like, literally like, I'm going to call mom and dad and they're going to get me out of this yeah uh and so he had that and i'm sure he misses that a lot now because now all of a sudden like things you do consequences have you know actions have consequences and all right. he has to start thinking about that yeah yeah and and for you all might
0: actually get in trouble and for all you know i mean i don't know what your family situation is like but you know the daily is definitely probably gone kind of quiet you know what i mean yeah, like right so. exactly all right. Uh, since Jess, you also picked the same ones. Are you cool with like uh military kid or were you?
1: No, I was like military kid as well, like soldier or military kid. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then, um, yeah. And I, I believe there's even things where like in the Fire Nation, like the gender roles weren't as strict, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like firebenders can be just as strong, you know, women can be just as strong, like benders in general, you could be just as strong, you know, regardless of your um gender so i don't think that there was any kind of um like azula was incredibly higher ranking and like yes she was a noble but also because like she would still whip everyone's ass you know she was but agni kai
1: i but i think the whole point of her character though is that she had to struggle to get there because of like succession and gender too though you know Mm
0: -hmm. yeah she was still playing second fiddle to the missing zuko yeah exactly you know so or at least that's the way she perceived it. I think in Ozai's eyes, he did not really care. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's um, true. Oh, that's but um, true. that's true.
0: But um, all right. Um, and then underprivileged, um, obviously, advantages are, are pretty obvious, right? Mm-hmm. Like you were part of a high ranking family in, in the military of the Fire Nation during its uh, pretty good run. Uh, but then now that you're no longer surrounded by safety and ease, eh, if the Fire Nation ever could have been called that, what do you miss and what do you fear? Is a good question.
2: Hmm.
1: I think I'm sure like a lot of resources and things were taken away from the fact, well, maybe not taken away, but I miss, I guess, well, I mean, the safety is away. So I guess I miss the the safety the most, right? Not mm-hmm. that anything is really threatening us, but um, I guess I fear things being taken away, right? I, I kind of fear now that we've been, this has been our focus for so long. Like, mm-hmm. what what is it that we're doing now, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially for a kid like you, right? Where you're just like, we were so close. Like, what am I supposed to do now? Like, help these yeah. idiots? Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, and you think about yeah. wars in general, right? They they drive innovation and they drive things, right? Then that drove yeah. a lot for the Fire Nation, right? They built so much off of it. Um, yeah. this slow us down, you know, things like that. I don't
0: know. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good outlook. Like, ah. This is gonna slow us down so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What a selfish. Oh, it's so good. What? Like, you know what I mean? Like, not to, you know, that's just yeah. character, but that's very yeah. good, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: It's a good. All right. Uh let's go to Sarah. Did you uh, do you want me to run through the backgrounds again?
4: I looked over them. Okay. Uh I have two after okay. again while you were talking to military kids doing some more foggy swamp research. Mm-hmm. Uh and I'm going wilderness and monastic.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Because they, from my understanding, is they have a very philis, like good, like philosophical thing about how just like kind of like everything is connected, and that's just you know take care of everything and take care of the world that takes care of you, mm-hmm. that kind of a deal. But also like obviously wilderness. She's a swamp kid.
0: Hey, as as a swamp person, I appreciate it. <laughs> like I am a swamper, so You're like, a literally, swamp man. I get paid. To go into swamps wow, so uh, i
1: totally forgot about that that's true Ray. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah love it that's uh I appreciate you uh wrapping the swamps love it <laughs> um all right and wilderness yeah it says here uh which terrain makes you feel at home what special skill oh this is a good one what special skill are you most proud of it says perhaps orienteering herbalism sailing animal training uh, i like that question what special skill uh, of the swamp are you most proud of? Um, I, I
4: really, I really want to say animal training.
3: Yeah. Heck
4: yeah. I want her to be like, to really like animals and critters and just like, thinks they're all cute. Like the closest thing you can get to a druid in this game. <laughs> Just well, like, look at this terrifying baby. I love right. it.
0: And then, um, <laughs> and then you know what's great about this is now you get to brainstorm a bunch of animal hybrids because uh, Avatar The Last Airbender is like, you know. Oh, crap, uh,
1: that's right. Tur- you don't have animals. You get turtle yeah. ducks and like otter bears or whatever they are. Mm, I, yeah. would,
4: I would die in real life for turtle duck. I've seen I'm it like once. A... I would kill for it
0: uh there's so many good ones like there's like wolf bats and like well i mean obviously that's terrifying but like um badger bat what are they called like badger moles and stuff like that oh, like, like the they're penguin called, the penguin ones. otter penguins oh, yeah otter,
4: penguins. otter
0: penguin that's what it yeah. was the foggy swamp tribe ride around on cat gators cat gator <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what i mean right uh that, that's that good stuff right there um so the brainstorm up some uh, fun little uh animal hybrid
2: that would that's be actually, a vicious death roll, <laughs> a cat <laughs> gator <laughs> I mean, That's actually um, uh,
0: that's actually something I meant to research. Was like, what animal hybrids canonically exist, and what dumb shit can I breed? <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> uh, all right, cool. And Troy, that leaves us with you, yeah, Mister so, Mister Swordsman.
2: So I'm going with two. So obviously military, I was a soldier. Yeah, um, and I'm also going with wilderness. So I actually grew up in and was raised in a urban environment, but um, after I was was basically betrayed by my unit and like sold out in exchange for their freedom, um, I was held captive as a prisoner. I'm not sure what nation or what tribe or whatever. We can all work on that together. But essentially, I was obviously super pissed about all that, Um, and there was one, uh, I guess, guard that was like on a rotation that watched me periodically over and over again and over time I eventually kind of built up a relationship with this person a little bit and um so so much so to the fact that they they actually let me escape and they went one step further to um facilitate like they forged my like death they like they feigned my death so Um, After I escaped, I was like, infinitely grateful for that. And um, I retreated and lived in like a very small, like village, like little podunk village. Um, I was by all accounts dead. Um, And I'm trying to, I'm trying to basically rediscover who I am. Um, And I'm trying to, I'm trying to take the compassion that that person showed me that saved my life. And I'm trying to apply that to everybody while at the same time dealing with like the really deep seated, like hatred from that betrayal from the people I was closest with. So, uh, yeah, so that's kind of my thought process. So, but I grew I like think like small village, like, um, I think, uh, Logan from X-Men, the X-Men okay. movie where he retreats to that, like small fucking village and splits wood. And, Canada. you know,
0: can I, like, pitch yeah, something? No. Oh, do you want, do you want it to be like forested? Cause I was going to pitch, like, I feel like if you were captured. We could say it was water tribe, but they probably wouldn't take prisoners just based on like how they were.
2: I think it would probably be Earth Nation, honestly. Um, <clears so throat> I would, like, Either either like a small mountainous village, like um, where there's like goats and like big mountains and shit like that, or there's a desert.
0: There's a huge desert, like that mm. I feel like if they wanted people to disappear, they could take people to, you know what I mean? But if you don't like that vibe there's, there's
2: something that's well no so actually that might work pretty good right because i think of a desert and i associate it with like a very harsh and like like for, formidable just like just unhospitable place but as long as i was able to find a small village where i found community and like yeah, there's a an oasis love and support. like as long as i found that i think that would actually help to facilitate this like dichotomy and this internal struggle right everything around me is so inhospitable and dangerous, but I found in all of this, in the sea of just nightmare and like death, I found community. I found people that are genuine, that love each other, that are compassionate, you know? So yeah, that might work pretty good,
0: but it also has to
2: make sense. It also has to make sense how I would have escaped from my captors and then fled through the desert to get to this village, because I would imagine it's, it's somewhere away from you know, this place that I was captured. Like it's far then, enough away if you, where I'm a little yeah. off the grid. It could and also be for, that if
3: you I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry, Troy. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Christian. You're good. I was I was just saying, you know, if it's a big enough desert, it could just be the sort of thing where like, oh, he got in the desert, he's never gonna get out he'll die. And they just never like, sure. followed you, right? They never bothered Yeah, and then so yeah.
2: So for what for the question that uh it says under wilderness, it says what um what do you fear about like going back to the big city? Yeah. Um, is even though it's been like eight years since this has happened, I'm afraid that I will find somebody that recognizes me. Okay. Um, Like specifically somebody like from my unit, like a soldier from my unit. Um, yeah. That would be that would be like the t- that's I just gave you the biggest knife to twist into my side if you want, Rainy. Uh. So so Let's yeah, that would just, be.
0: Just taking notes real quick. Just gonna. Just <laughs>
2: Yeah. So that's, uh, that's that. And now, oh, and also, uh, I think, um, since that person, uh, let me flee from uh, captivity, and like went as far as to feign my death at like a potential really great risk to themselves. Since then, I basically promised that I would like, I would extend this like grace to others. And I took a personal vow of um, pacifism. So I I took a personal vow to never, never use my sword uh for for harm for violence so yeah i've got this beautiful sword that's well polished it's always shiny and i can dice up some fruit
3: real good you
0: stupid i love this stupid so man. yeah so somebody it's actually um, like the plot
3: of old man logan by the way so you really are playing wolverine more or less what that is, is that? very
1: funny
3: well, that's, that's, is it yeah, a bit, yeah right? so there's a there's a post-apocalyptic uh um, marble oh, thing okay. old man logan and like yeah the whole there's an inbred family of hulks that like beat the shit out of him every day because he heals but he won't fight back he, he took a vow of uh he, wolverine winds up taking a vow of uh pacifism
0: is the little girl in that x-23 because ah oh, she deserves remember. she deserves some uh mcu screen time that's all i'm gonna say i mean obviously he, he doesn't play he doesn't stay pacifistic forever it's logan right. so you know but he is so right like half of it yeah so so try i got i got a few things here one you're wanted yeah. still somewhere like so, somewhere somebody well, wants
2: maybe maybe right but like yeah. officially i'm dead like this right. this this other person in another nation that belongs to an army yes. an official organization was like yeah. this is their death notice they are dead but yeah. if i was ever found alive that might be a problem
0: yeah and it's not even it's so like much Jean that, Jean. it's not even so much that uh yeah let's wow we're going into lay mister
1: always references
0: um <laughs> But it's it's and yeah, it's not even so much that uh, it's not even so much that the Earth Kingdom would be the people noticing you and saying like, we need to take this guy in because like they're like, no no no, that guy died. That guy died in the desert. It'd be anybody from your Fire Nation squad seeing you and being like,
2: right. Well, and maybe they think I'm dead. Maybe they have no idea. I guess I don't know. I don't know how the official death notices work in Avatar. Is it something that is distributed back to your nation? I have no idea. I
0: don't think death comes up a whole lot like it did right. a lot for a kid's show i don't think they breached uh breached that too much <laughs> yeah but yeah.
2: Uh, maybe and you maybe think i'm a deserter you know who knows i'm not right, sure right. what they think but uh the point is that person died eight years yeah. ago and I'm and trying you're a to new
0: speak, person this new person so love it all right cool yeah so uh yeah i mean like we're we're building some great great characters here lots of depth in your backstories um next we need to move on to uh demeanors so this is mostly just uh we've played a few uh powered by the apocalypse games i think this was part of bluebeards but i'm not as sure because um you weren't there your aspect thanks jess but you're also aspects (laughs) of aspects of a single character but i think i remember this because like troy mentioned something about the hair and the animus was all uh, all hands. hands yeah and but um Basically, what Powered by the Apocalypse games allow you to do is under the demeanors uh, in everybody's character sheet, it basically just lists some, like, personality traits or, like, looks or something like that, like, ways that you would act. Um, Mm. It says here, um, choose one or more, up to you, um, or make up your own if it doesn't fit the vision that you have for your character. But basically, these are, like, kind of... Touchstones, like uh places to to think, you know, if you're playing a certain kind of character, like I won't I'll bring up the bold because none of you are playing it, but like a bold character who's trying to prove themselves nonstop might be impatient or might be talkative or might be sensitive. You know what I mean? Because like they're constantly trying to prove themselves any kind of failure would be in like to bring up insecurity kind of thing, right? Um so look over those and let us know what you pick. If any I got mine already. Oh, Christian, what do you got?
3: I got blunt and excessive. Easy there, Cal. I'm basically I'm basically making a uh, like a frat boy or less. Oh no, making. like oh, an Earth under no. frat
0: boy. Yeah. Oh no, don't do that.
3: <laughs> I might even wear a sweater like tied around. It. Like oh, no. whatever the Earth Nation version of that is oh, is no. what he's gonna go with. <laughs> it's like a button okay. down, a button down in shorts, you know, that guy. Oh no 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 oh, you were doing goodness. so good
0: before this you're oh, doing so good before goodness. this well
3: like metaphysically a
0: button down shorts. you know what i'm saying you know figuratively button insurance figuratively um <laughs> a metaphorical
3: button down my insurance. dad will get this, get me out of this Do you know who my dad was oh
0: no oh no
4: god uh, i'm gonna be a wake-up call for all of you military brats
0: yep uh speaking of <laughs> sarah uh speaking of sarah <laughs> Uh, being the wake up call, what are you thinking for your um for your icon? Have you looked at those demeanors?
4: I did.
0: Uh, you, they're real good. There's like there's some good ones.
4: Naive and playful. Of course. She's just a big <laughs> sweetheart.
0: Uh-huh. Yep. Uh huh. Yep. I saw those and went. Those are the ones. Um, let's go to. Is she predictable, Rainy? Sorry, Re- you played quick, with her enough now.
2: Where are we
3: looking, where uh, are we for, looking in the? You, it Troy, says,
2: I see where it says demeanors and then it says under the history. Where the fuck is the history? If <laughs> um, you look
4: on your individual playbook, um, yeah, so they're 52, right at the
0: Troy. top. Page 52 of the, char- of the quick start rules is the idealist character sheet. Um, uh, okay,
2: I see. All right, thank you. You got it. Okay, so I have, I have to pick two from the
0: uh, demeanors? You can pick one if you want. It um, oh, doesn't okay. have to be two. Um and then Jess did definitely, you look at definitely compassionate. Oh, uh, that's a good one. And maybe oh, I see another one that I like, but you, you do you. I mean, maybe grieving. That was the other one I but, was thinking of.
2: Yeah, I would say grieving. Uh and it's 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 more of grieving. I'm grieving a lot of shit. I'm I'm processing some heavy shit. So yeah, I'm grieving the world, I'm grieving my sense of self. I'm yeah, the loss a of
0: self of is exactly what I was thinking of. It's like
2: yeah, yep,
0: starting fresh. Yep. That sounds good.
1: I think I want to do arrogant, but I don't play arrogant too well. I don't exactly know how. I
0: Excuse me, her. Mads crushed it.
1: Mads is yeah, a yeah. killer. Yeah, first but of all, Stone Cold. But Mads is an
4: arrogant. She was just like yes. no, she Mads was
3: awesome. Yeah, was awesome. <laughs> yeah, Mads was I was like, awesome.
4: <laughs> Mad said she was better than everyone, but she also That's was true. better than everyone. Oh, wow. yeah, That's you know, true. You're
2: not insane. arrogant yeah. if it's true. That is true. She was just yeah. talking. She that.
4: was yeah, exactly.
0: objectively she, better than everyone. She's not talking yeah, if you can confident. back it up. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I don't, I'm going to, I'll lean for that for now, I guess, maybe arrogant or intense. But
0: yeah, intense is a good one too. If you're I'm trying
1: that. to very much differentiate her from Azula. I picture Azula in my mind, but I like want to make her my own thing and not be Azula.
0: Yeah, I mean, definitely technically... the same issue with Uncle
2: Iro, like it's our Uncle Iroh. Iro, it's yeah. uh, it's it's similar. My story is somewhat similar, right? Like yeah. but I also think, not uh, really.
0: Yeah, no, very, I th- I th- think story. both of you have very different character goals than those characters yeah. right. right like so that's that's the biggest dif- that's differentiating factor is that
1: i also could never pull off azula like she's like way too no nice. one can yeah she's, she's, she's cut uncle
0: iroh
2: is literally there. like jesus so
0: <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> nobody uncle iroh, okay azula is <laughs> great and all but uncle iroh get the fuck yeah
0: yeah i know like and we're, listen we're talking about like you could pick a lot of characters from this show from this series and just be like they're so good you know what I mean like it's even in so like even in Korra like and I know that people don't like the late the middle seasons of Korra Kuvira is so good like that is a character you love to hate like you know what I mean like oh man like and it's hard to argue though like they have a good point and like that's that makes the best villains you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. oh anyway all right cool uh next up uh there are history questions on your character sheets I think we might. It's up to you guys if you want to do these now, or if you want to maybe do them on your own time. You don't have to answer them all. There's like five questions on every character sheet. Mm. Um, But it's just ways to like kind of get in the mind space, like the the right head space for like thinking of your character. Um, I think we might skip those for now. Okay. Um, Just that way I give you guys time to think about them, you know? Okay. Um, so for example, I'm just going to read a couple from Christian's hammer one, just so that way people get an idea of like the kind of stuff that they're expecting a character who like a person who plays this kind of character to think about it's like, what injustice has driven you to use your strength for good, which is funny because we've already been talking about Christian's character doesn't, well, maybe sees it that way, but like we could argue like I have, I can answer this right now, actually,
3: you know? So I, I'm going to say, I, I, in I's view, the injustice is actually like what happened to his family and like in his in his point of view that, you know, the daily Li are like slandered.
0: And also, I don't know if you feel this way, but uh, Republic City is a repurposed island on the coast of the Earth Kingdom. And they just said they're taking our land and they just said, yeah, yeah they're, they're just yeah. taking it and going, this Love isn't it. yours anymore. This is everyone's like that, like the Earth Kingdom is probably mad about some of that stuff. You know what I mean?
2: Imminent domain, question mark? No, I'm just yeah, right.
0: Manifest yeah. destiny, bro. Man. <laughs> oh, we got Stalin.
2: We got oh, <laughs> we're We're getting okay. Never mind.
0: <laughs> Yeah, we are hitting on all the wrong themes of Avatar right now. <laughs> um.
2: There is no fascism here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, so every once in a while, you guys take a look at those, think of those in, in our off weeks, and maybe those will be things that you can like bring up and be like, oh, this ties into this question that I answered. You know what I mean? Um, all right, let's uh let's move on. Um let's see here.
4: I think we'll have to wait it's until right. Amber gets back for connections.
0: Connections? Yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah. So we're going to talk about uh we're going to get into the mechanics of uh Avatar the Last or Avatar Legends uh which we talked about. Um it's a Powered by the Apocalypse 2d6 plus stat system. So let's talk about the four stats of this game. Uh only four stats, which is great, but I think they limited it to four because there's a pseudo fifth stat in balance, um, which is really, really cool. And even that stat is kind of split between two. It is the kind of uh, biggest branching point from traditional PBTA design that Legends is doing. And I really, really like it, especially because it fits that balance theme of Avatar so well, Mm -hmm. right? It's so perfect.
2: I was over it and it's literally perfect. It's, it's so, so good, good,
0: right? Yeah. And like it and it actually really makes um like long-term play very interesting because even your center can shift. You know what I mean? Yep. Um like you said
2: it's rare, but it can happen, which makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So um super cool. So the four primary stats are creativity, which is uh your ability to think on your feet unconventionally, come up with surprising plans or breathtaking art. So like Aang, Asami, they're creative characters, right? Um, focus is your character's ability to perform difficult or precise tasks under pressure or shut out distractions and work in a patient, disciplined, or stubborn manner. Uh, Azula is very focused. Tenzin, who is uh, Aang's son, who is Avatar, Avatar Kor's airbending teacher, very focused people, very, you know what I mean? Like they have a goal. They're very good at honing in on that. Harmony is your character's social sensitivity. Um, It is their empathy and aptitude to take into account feelings of others um, and being compassionate. So Katara, Iroh, those are strong harmony characters. And then lastly, there is passion. Intensity, emotions, drive, how good you are at listening to your feelings and turning them into action. So Zuko and Korra are very passionate characters. Also Mako, who is underrated in my opinion. Although I love Bolin, Bolin is my boy. He's a total idiot.
3: Um,
0: and that's my kind of character. So, oh, sorry. I should now talk about what you do. Um, every playbook has um I believe He's
1: just lost in his love of lore. <laughs> I do I, yeah, lore and world like, building yeah. is my We're shit. We're in like
0: a full full rain nerd out this one's Yeah. Going yeah. Out right you guys uh you should see me and Christian's just, like, random Google Docs. It's just me just, like, writing pages of just, like, stupid ideas. Um, as,
3: as
4: the that's... third person who has access to those, it's a lot. It's a <laughs> but lot.
0: But there's gold in there. There's gold in there. There
4: is. We're the Velveeta
0: so of now. Gay- no. Um, anyway. Look, if um, we're going
4: to compare ourselves to mac and cheese, can it at least be Annie's?
0: Oh hell yes! I hope so.
4: Wow, we're like the organic good stuff, dude.
0: I love Annie's. (laughs) Shout out Annie's (laughs) if you want to sponsor us. Uh, We will eat you on stream.
4: Jess, can we please make our new (laughs) slogan "Organic Organic good
0: stuff"? DMs after dark, 100% organic. (laughs) (laughs) Organic good stuff. (laughs) So um, every playbook starts after dark. (laughs) Every playbook starts. Oh god, Troy, why? (laughs)
2: <laughs>
0: Every playbook so starts. Get
2: positive, the ones we want. Sorry, guys. It's
0: okay. Right. Uh, your your playbook will have two of these stats already rated at a plus one, and one of them rated at a minus one. So, for example, the hammer is not a very focused individual. They are action oriented. They want to punch. <laughs> they want to fight. They want to bring the action. So. It says here, um, what you can do is before we finalize those, you add plus one to any one of your stats that is important to your character. So you can specialize in one of your strengths or you can offset your weakness. It's up to you. Uh, so let's go down real quick the list. And, uh, I want to ask everybody, I just said Christian yours. So I'm, I'm going, I'm adding my one to passion, adding one to passion. So can you tell us your stats, uh, 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 so I'd
3: have uh, creativity plus one, focus minus one, harmony zero, passion plus two.
0: Yeah, that seems that seems right. Nice. Yep. All right. Uh, icon, Miss Rue, uh, what were you thinking for your plus one? And can you read us your stats?
4: Yes. Uh, so with my plus one included, which you'll be able to tell where it is, uh, creativity zero, focus one, harmony two, passion mm. minus one
0: yes right, right. Ooh, that's funny not that passionate but i guess it's the intensity right like yeah uh,
4: she i i my understanding is that it comes more from the harmony with the world around them than direct passion she's not a fighter she's some she's a sweetie she's a lover
0: yeah right that it makes sense it, actually too like um every yeah mm-hmm. like if you are a very in tune with nature kind of person it makes sense that you wouldn't ever be rash in your decision making right you'd be like okay there's a reason there's a balance to this right um idealist mr urulo oh you are muted it's because he's saying most right. inappropriate things
2: yeah that's right no i like this because i think the person i am now is very conflicting with a very militant person mm-hmm. so i think it kind of shows that in my stats a little bit um so my creativity will be zero my focus is minus one uh my harmony is plus two and my passion is plus one
0: that's great. Yeah, it's very different from what you were. Yeah, um and I like that focus is minus one. Maybe not for the same reasons that like other people might not be focused, yeah, but because you're you're same. you're feeling guilty. Like you, you are you're dealing with other stuff right now. You're not you know.
2: And I think I had years and years and years of focused, <clears throat> dedicated training. And when that person died, I tried to create separation from that.
0: Mm-hmm. But I yeah I don't know because there's more fluid to it Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Che, what are you thinking?
1: Uh, I have creativity plus one, focus plus two, harmony minus one, and passion zero. Love it. Yeah. Love it.
0: We have a very well-rounded group. I can't wait for Amber to come in and just be like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> okay. All right. Um, so let me describe to you some other mechanical stuff here. Uh, I'm just going through the quick start rules so that way both the audience, I, I'm. I feel like I want to... Thoroughly describe it for anybody who's going to watch and listen to this. Um, mm. And also, um, you know, make sure that we're, we're doing our due diligence. There aren't hit points in this game. Um, instead, what they do is they borrow very heavily from Masks, the, ne- the new generation, which is another magpie, um, amazing magpie PBTA game, which I hope to run for you guys at some point. Um, you have a fatigue track, which basically represents your hit points, but not even really. Um, Basically, when your character gets exhausted or injured emotionally or physically, you mark a fatigue. Even some of your moves are going to cost you fatigue because it's something that is uh, costing your character their energy, right? Um, So um, fatigue is kind of the track that you are using to get a gauge of like how energetic, how, how available your character is to do certain things. So, once you mark off all five of those boxes, it's not necessarily, you're not out of the fight at all. But basically, that's when you start uh, collecting conditions, which is how uh, they mechanically punish you for, um, they mechanically punish you in this game. So, once you start marking conditions, um, they start imposing penalties to certain uh, moves. Jesse, you. you have a question.
1: Uh, yeah. How did you know Uh, when you get a condition, does your fatigue like reset again or do you just continue to get conditions?
0: No, your fatigue will not uh, reset when you collect a condition. You you can um, rest to recover fatigue. And there's also um, certain moves that are available in the game that you can use to um, grant your friends reprieve. So uh, I'm looking up over here. There is a move called and I want to get to the regular moves, not combat moves. Um, there is a move called comfort or support. And it says here, um, when you come, we're going to get into this later. I actually don't even plan on getting into the moves tonight. We'll talk about it when we start playing. So that way it's not a, a big rules rundown, but for the sake of understanding fatigue, you can comfort or support another person and you roll with harmony on a hit. So anything seven to nine or 10 plus they must decide if they're going to open up to you. So the best part about this is you can't comfort someone who's not willing to be comforted, right? Like, if they're shutting everyone out and dealing with a tantrum or whatever, you know, like, they're they're having a tough time, they can say no. But if they, so it says, if they don't, you mark a condition for them denying you, right, for them shutting you out. Um, and but you get to take plus 1 against them moving forward because they're probably going to feel guilty about that and now you have a condition if you succeed, if they do open up to you you can ask them any question on a 10 plus they can ask a question of you as well and anyone who answers a question honestly can choose to clear a condition or to fatigue so basically it 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 very much uh incentivizes you guys being you know, that, that camaraderie, right? Yeah. There's literally a move to comfort your friends and they'll, they'll be better. You know what I mean?
1: And I I love systems that have kind of rules around kind of character development and character interaction. That's
0: great. Mm. Well, and again, uh, Powered by the Apocalypse games aim to turn this game into a conversation. So like literally anytime you can have a conversation in character, the game should reward you for that. And they exactly do that. Mm. You know what I mean? So the fatigue track is basically your warning lights before you're going to start taking conditions. And based on the condition you take, um, it'll negatively impact certain, um, certain moves. So for example, the five conditions are angry, afraid, foolish, guilty, and insecure. So fictionally, narratively, you can think about it. And if you're angry, you're gonna take a penalty to comfort and supporting people because you're not in the mindset to be doing that. You're pissed off, right? Like that's not what you're doing. Um, and you're gonna take a minus two to assessing the situation because you're not focused on things, you're angry. You know what I mean? Like you're you're mm-hmm. steaming. So, and every, uh, every condition imposes a minus two to two of the moves. So it's really clever how they tie that into how your emotions are affecting your abilities.
4: Um, and I do wanna say for folks watching um, all characters have a track of five fatigue.
0: Oh, thank you, sir.
4: Yep. Uh, it's the same uh, and Randy Carpenter from Wrong is the same from every playbook. It's all characters have five fatigue.
0: Correct. Sorry. Yes. Do we um, pick which,
2: which fatigue box we check, or I'm sorry, do we pick which condition we check off?
0: No, I will actually, uh, it actually depends. Sometimes if I get to make a hard move, so if you roll a six minus, sometimes I can just say, you mark a freight, like You, you fucking fumbled hard and now you are on your knees. Your sword has clanged from your hands, Urulo, And there is a badger mole drooling above you.
2: In my hands. (laughs) Um, Because there's a badger
0: mole right in front of you. (laughs) Uh, And now it's not even, and you are afraid, you know, like I can do that in certain moments. Um, And then there are other things where like, if you roll a seven to nine or something like that, Um, there might be consequences to your actions and it might say mark a condition or mark fatigue and you can't, so you have to take a condition. And the cool thing about this game is, again, it's a conversation. So if you're not sure, we can all chime in and be like, I don't know, Insecure kind of fits. And we'll go, yeah, yeah, Insecure is good. Take that one, you know?
2: Because just looking at the conditions, and I'm sure other players would agree, I see these things. These are all obviously things that are breaking down the walls of your character. And I look at some, and there are some that absolutely would go first, and then there are those deepest to me that I would be the most reluctant to mark off. Yep. So that's why I asked that.
1: Really?
0: All right. Well, yeah. So, and we can, yeah, if you get the decision, obviously your character is going to be reluctant to take certain conditions, but I might impose those on you because I feel like they're fictionally appropriate, right? So- um, all right, so moving on. Balance. This is what we, Troy and I were talking about earlier. It is the pseudo fifth stat of the game, and basically it pits two kind of um, a personality and a, a, or I'm sorry, a principle and like an emotion, right? Like um, against one another. It is the two things within your character that they care about or that define them, and how it's like pulling them in different directions. And what's really cool about this game is, especially because Avatar is a game about being balanced um, bringing balance to the world and all that stuff. Um, there is a track that goes from plus three to minus three. And if you are plus three in one, like in your principle, you are minus three in your other principle. Right. Um, so to give an example, Christian, your hammer, the balance is between the principles of caring or care and force. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so at certain points, like, um,
1: I didn't even realize that these are all different for every, character they are yes i know that's that's awesome awesome.
0: isn't it yeah yes Holy crap. yes so exactly it's your internal struggle it's about finding your balance so jess because you got excited about that let's talk about the successors
1: (laughs) i know i'm like i love mine but i thought they were all the same
0: no and like the, the successors is very good you're torn between what two principles
1: uh tradition and progress yes yeah i love it
0: yeah so at certain times and what's really cool is there are specific moves that are uh, that our balance moves. Right. So, um, people might call you out to live up to one of your principles. I might, you might interact with another fire nation person and they see you helping. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, they see you helping, you know, uh, another people's at the expense of your own. And they're going to say, what is wrong with you? Like, remember where you came from? Like, we are still a strong people or like, you know, apologizing for, again, this isn't It probably isn't going to happen, but like if you apologized for something that the Fire Nation did, somebody might look at you and just say, "Like these are our traditions." You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and you and I I get to say, "Like shift your balance one towards tradition," and you can tell me, "I don't want to. I'm changing," and you can resist that, and you get to roll to resist it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's really cool. There's like this give and take, and there's also ways for you to at certain times here. Excuse me. It says here, um, if you're living up to one of your principles, it says here, you call upon the strength of your convictions to boost you. You can use your bonus to your principle instead of the mo- like what the move calls for, right? Um, so you can roll plus whatever. It's, it's it's really cool how they do that.
1: Yeah, I love it. I'm like scrolling through every single character right now, and I I love them so much, and they're so clear to every single archetype. It makes so much sense.
0: Yep. Yeah, they're
2: perfect to the characters for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's great.
0: Yeah, again, I mean, like we cannot be bigger fans of Magpie Games and how they design these games. They really understand, um, you know, designing games to be um, a- about an art. Yeah, an art, a journey, yeah. right? Like they want you to understand <clears throat> that not only are your character is growing, like experience these things. You know what I mean? Yeah,
4: yeah.
2: I can't think of a, a much more intimate thing than expression of oneself. And let's be honest that's why we play the RPGs. Yeah. And to if you express can discover ourselves and discover ourselves in the questions that we have about things, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, putting yourself so in I've other liked... perspectives too, right? Like that's yeah. my favorite thing. It's like I love playing characters that are nothing like me because yeah. Yeah. it's a chance for me to go how would I you nope. know how would I di- you know digest this from someone else's right. point of view. Um, and or, the fact that they can
2: Okay, oh, go ahead.
0: Uh, the fact that they can like mechanically come up with a, a mm. system that like rewards you or like even like kind of makes you feel that tug of war within yourself is so good you mm-hmm. know yeah.
2: I love it. and s- similarly uh so i also enjoy playing characters that are not very much like me but as uh amber as the
0: albino milkman.
2: callback it's right? always checking fire extinguishers yeah right um <laughs> Um, no, so there's acceptance. Uh No, but uh, I think Amber also brought up too when we were playing Bluebeard's Bride. Sometimes you can actually play somebody that is very like you. And it allows you to analyze things that you are very afraid of, or that you are struggling with. And it almost creates a, a separation, it removes you by one step. And that can be very cathartic, it can help you process trauma or emotions that you actually have in a way that seems a little safer. So uh yeah so very cool actually like wanna... my guy's doing awesome in all of that holy shit great job
0: <laughs> yes they're very yeah yeah they got some really great designers over there uh for sure um all right so let's move on what are we i feel like we're already at like oh we're at an hour and 45 minutes okay <laughs> i just want to like keep this moving and uh Durable. we're doing yeah. good we're doing good yeah we're doing fine yeah. um all right
3: next doesn't uh, have to be three hours tonight maybe no exactly that's what i mean like i'd like to uh, yeah. It's just so funny
1: because we're like gushing about the game and also doing the game, and then gushing about Avatar too. <laughs> yeah.
0: Listen, <laughs> so this, gush,
1: Half actual.
0: That's game a- game yeah. I don't know. I, okay, I don't I hate
1: dirty minds here. <laughs>
0: <Stop>. <laughs> I will say this: I don't know the actual like number that I was, but like I uh, because I follow Magpie, I have you know I have masks, I have I have like three three of their games. I want to say. I just talked away from my mic, which is very bad. Um, I have uh, quite a few Magpie games. Uh, I'm big fans of everything they're they're making over there. And um, I was on a mailing list. Like, let me know the second this goes live. And I think that like I got the email and I hopped on at like 10 a.m. the day it dropped. And I like I want to say I was in the probably the first hundred people to back back this Kickstarter because I was like, love Avatar, love PBTA, love the way Magpie does does it. You know what I mean? Like, and I've been dying to play this game for a long time, so I'm super excited. Um, all right, let's just talk real quick. Um, I don't, again, I don't want to talk about moves a lot, but because we're talking about balance and how good of a mechanic it is within this game, I do want to mention that there is kind of a special move called your moment of balance. And it's kind of like Mask's moment of truth, where like a superhero realizes, you know, this is what I'm about. The moment of balance in Avatar uh, Legends is a move your character can unlock when they advance. Um, what's cool is, I'm trying to remember, we'll talk about this um, later. In other PBTA games, you mark experience every time you fail a roll. I'm going to double check to make sure that that's the case in this one, but it might not be because there's only like end of session experience. But if it is basically like the second you get enough experience points to advance, you can unlock like a moment of balance. And basically that allows you to, whenever you're at your center, and your character is in the zone, like they're balanced between their two principles and they're feeling like, and again, we talked about how that center can shift. It won't in this short series, but when you're at your center, um, you can get in line uh, with yourself and you can unlock your moment of balance. And it's basically like a super powerful move that your character has access to. Um, I think you can like only do it like once or something like that. But I'm gonna read one, I'm gonna read an example. So the bolds, right? Because we're not gonna talk about um, characters because if it comes up, I want this to be something that you guys can do and have an awesome moment. And hopefully Amber doesn't play the bold. Um, But um, it says here the moment of balance, it says the greatest heroes of your age may have overwhelming confidence, but balance isn't about pursuing greatness for the sake of greatness. You find a way to stand with your companions like no one else ever could. When you unlock your moment of balance, you hog the spotlight. You say, I'm taking control of this whole scene. This is how I have my moment. You know what I mean? So it says here, tell the GM how you strike down an impossibly strong enemy or obstacle to protect your friends from harm as the very best version of yourself. Because that's what the bold wants to do. They want to prove themselves. So your moment of balance is you doing that in a way that no one should ever you know, expect from you. You can do that. Um, sorry, Amber, if you pick the bold, <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, all right. So just wanted to point that out. Um, where do you that special move?
2: Is it on your character sheet?
1: Yeah. It's on your second, it is page, second, in a second page.
0: Yeah. It says Under
1: balance.
0: Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, let's talk about moves. Obviously we, we're going to go over the basic moves that everyone has access to. Basically I'll prompt you to roll those, but playbooks have special moves. Um, So you have certain options available to you that you can choose. So it says here, uh, I just, hopefully that didn't make a loud noise. Um, It says here, make some choices within your playbook about what moves you wanna start the game with. So uh, let's see. The bold is a weird one. So let's go down to Christian. We're gonna go back to you guys choosing your moves. Do you see, you have a feature called bringing them down. And then you have uh, some special hammer moves, yep. hammer, hammer time. Yep. Uh,
3: so, yeah, I already chose my two. Um, so I'm going to go with Fueled by Anger. Okay, can you read that for us? Uh, fueled by Anger, mark angry to use an additional basic or master technique when you advance an attack, even on a miss. While angry is marked,
0: take plus one ongoing to intimidate others so that's awesome so that that willingly takes a condition so he's more effective in battle he's raging he's a barbarian mm-hmm.
3: all
0: right and i'm also going to take walls
3: can't hold me which is when you rely on your skills and training to dangerously smash your way through walls or other obstacles roll with passion instead of focus
0: oh that's good that's good yeah you get to substitute a better better one of your stats for something that you can, yeah, justify. Um, Let's go over everybody else's moves that they pick before we go into the features, like that kind of cool um, feature that uh, you have there. So icon, this Rue, (laughs) what two two icon moves did you choose?
4: So the first one is use their momentum. Uh, So that's when you are engaged with a larger powerful foe. mark Matigue to advance an attack with focus instead of passion. Uh, if you do, you don't have to mark fatigue to you strike, and you may also use to use retaliate as if it were an advanced and attack technique. Um, oh, that's and, cool. Yeah, and I'm justifying that as like, she's in the swamp. She has to deal with big shit a lot.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> um, now, <laughs> Rini. Yes? I have a proposal to make. Can I take yip yip? Which is you have oh. an animal companion large enough to ride. Name them and choose their species.
3: Yes, absolutely.
4: Now, may I propose the kind of animal it is? Because I know what I want it to I'm be. I'm so excited.
0: You know, this is a two, I'm two session series <laughs> and I'm, I'm hard pressed to, let me hear it. Let me hear it. Let me, let me give my best, uh, I'm pretending to consider this GM face.
4: Moose <laughs> <apotomous, laughs>
0: Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Oh
3: my god. Okay, but Yay! you. But you
0: die
2: I deep. Aquatic plants.
4: Hippos live in swamps. Okay.
0: Moose? Did you say mooseopotamus?
4: Mooseopotamus. Okay, it's a in moose my mind. Hippo.
0: Okay. For for a second, I my brain went to moose octopus, and I was like, I don't understand how that works. Mooseopotamus.
1: Mooseopotamus just that's such a terrifying thought of an octopus
0: moose i don't know why (laughs) yeah that's why i was like that's why i was like man i really was thinking it was gonna be something different
2: (laughs) when you said moose hippopotamus i thought of a moose platypus i don't know why that's for that
3: (laughs) (laughs) no i got moose moose, moose hippopotamus i got moose
0: hippopotamus hippopotamus,
4: i want a moose hippo
3: yeah oh man you should you should you should mark this uh 153 (laughs) moose (laughs) hippopotamus Everyone's
2: wrong.
0: (laughs) Animal hybrids, man. Uh, Does it have really
2: long skinny legs and it's like still big and fat like a hippo?
0: (laughs) Is it moose head hippo body?
4: I'm thinking moose head hippo body.
3: But you know what's really a terrifying thing would be a hippo head with moose
0: horns? Yeah, and a moose body. So it's a big and long.
1: That's what I I, was. Well, I was imagining. I'm just imagining it's just like
4: big and chumby.
2: Yeah,
4: yeah that's how it around in the slums. Yeah. But here's the kicker, right? Moose, we all know are fast, right? Moose can run up to 35 miles an hour.
0: who oh, can hippos, I think.
4: Hippos can run up to 30 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. So this motherfucker can run 32 and a half miles an hour. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you for averaging it. There's that's good. Point
4: Listen, I came prepared. I saw that. And I was like, time to Google hippopotamus. Steps. So
0: but the but the next the this- next question, the next question is what's its name?
4: I haven't decided about the name. I yet. like chumby. <laughs> chumby?
0: Because that's what you said. You imagined it as chumby. And I was like, I've never heard that word and I love it. But I can call I like it chumby. I mean you do what you want, but No, it just- I
4: like I like chumby.
0: Jumbie? Oh my God. Yeah. That's this
4: awesome. Is Jumby. This is Jumbie. So Jumbie the like, Burr.
0: Yeah. Burr. Uh, Awesome. 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 Amazing. Uh, wow. Okay.
4: I'm so happy. Uh, ideas. It
0: has the little
2: hippo ears that like, do this stuff.
4: Yes. Yes. It says, it's moose Ask. horns, and then right in front of them is the little hippo ears.
1: Okay. <laughs> it's got to be the best uh, parts of both animals.
0: Idealist. Uh ooh, I I see a move that I imagine you took, but can you tell us, Urulo, what you took for your moves?
2: So I think that I would choose the strength of your heart. Yeah. And can't knock me down. Mm. It's interesting because they're both combat oriented and I am not fighting. So yes.
0: Oh. yes. So yeah. and we're gonna so, we're gonna get okay. into I okay. do want to talk about combat in this system before we end tonight because I just think that Again, like they did a great job of brainstorming how this could work in a really cool way. Um, but yeah, you picked two combat-oriented defensive moves, which is really, really cool mm-hmm. for your pacifist character. Very smart. Um, yeah.
2: What were you thinking would be good for me?
0: Oh, strength of your heart, for sure.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah, for
0: sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, all right, and then the successor, Miss uh, Che Zen.
1: Mm-hmm. I am going with black koala sheep.
0: Great. Uh, Can you read that for us?
1: Yeah, sure. So when you behave in a way that shocks and unsettles people from one of your backgrounds, roll with creativity to intimidate them or push your luck.
0: That's good. Uh, That is so good. And your backgrounds are military and privileged, right?
1: Yes. And I think I'm also going to take worldly knowledge. Oh, so another training and another background.
0: Wow. So
1: I think I think for training that I would like to take, um, I think what was it? It was like an innovation one or like- a Technological? Technological, yes. That's,
0: wow. That's oh, so maybe your sharpshooter is actually because you can harness it through a tech thing that Ooh, you use.
1: Yeah, yes. Oh, that's cool. Je-
4: Jess has a
0: gun. Jess has a gun. <laughs>
4: I have, yeah
1: more like a maybe a fire bazooka type thing
4: yeah, yeah.
0: oh that's even <laughs> yeah. funnier you just, you're this like fire nation you know princess right yeah. on your back is just a bazooka that you just like lift and just go like channel all of your fire bending through it <laughs> that's boom!
1: amazing love it Love it. wow that's so cool
0: oh man if people aren't getting hyped for this game i don't know what they're <laughs> doing um no, well, all we, right
4: we're getting hyped so we're good yeah it's all yeah,
0: that so technological and firebender, super cool, super cool. And then your other background, ooh.
4: Yeah, that I don't really
1: know what to do. Either outlaw or urban, I feel like.
4: I urban. think urban's pretty fire nation, yeah?
0: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, other uh, unless you're like from like the uh, the outer islands, like that main island where the capital is for the fire nation, which is probably where you live as a noble, is very developed very urban Okay, perfect uh, we'll do that one then yeah cool um nice that's very cool wow your character is wild man that's cool yes over here mid-max <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny
1: because literally my role in my normal D D group is i i am like the opposite of the mid-maxer like all of my oh. characters are just incapable
0: <laughs> yeah you and i talked about this in the character death episode like when we get to play we play like, like idiots. Like, that's Yeah, just, but you, yeah. you
1: do it for fun, and I like really try. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and they just no. don't work.
0: <laughs> no, no.
3: Well, you had the character with like four constitution or something, didn't you?
1: Yeah. yeah. You asked for that okay. I give it you credit seven. for
3: doing that. Whatever. Those characters are fun to play, though. 100%. Flawed, character, flawed characters are so it, much more it, fun it than it like a, a, a superhero. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just because your DM was probably just an ass. (laughs) I like it because it's Amber. (laughs) I know. I figured. I figured. We always
0: have to pick on the people who aren't here.
4: Yeah.
3: yeah.
4: Amber's out being professional. We're just here making fun of her.
0: Hey, this is what we did to Troy for for what? Like the first three weeks? of. uh... And
4: that's what we did to you when you were too much much of a pussy to play all the horror games. So
0: You know, uh, I peed my pants.
3: Sarah, mark this too because we just need to make that a permanent clip of calling out Renee about that. Listen, you can't even say my name right put respect on me <laughs> Too much of a pussy listen it's it's we were called out online that we pronounced your name wrong anyway right
0: yeah this is true yeah. this is true we were called out uh yeah for all future youtube episodes nobody uh claim that we're saying my name wrong i know i chose to do so uh um, i go by rainy <laughs> I remember in uh I remember in I think it was first grade I came home because there was a new girl in my class and her name was Renee and I came home and I looked at my parents and I went, What have you done? And I cried and they were Aww. like Well, <laughs> in French it's a boy's name. And I was like In America it's not. <laughs> but uh but yeah, so Aww. it's quite all right. I'm uh I'm alive. I made no, talk
2: it. about talk about strife, right? You either have to be American and be wrong, or you have to be French to be right. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Like, who would lose, ever want to be French? Lose, lose, and not yeah. <laughs> I mean, Quebecois too. Man, chess is up there. Quebecois. No, don't don't insult <laughs> me. That could totally be someone's
2: name in this game. Quebecois.
0: That's what they call themselves. The Quebecois. Uh, yeah.
2: That's beautiful. We love you,
0: Quebec. I yes, I love Quebec. I've said love this you. this I love going. <laughs> Where your friends, pal. Where your buddies, pal. I'm not your buddy, God. <laughs> Jess, some um,
4: Canadian's gonna hear this through
3: your computer. Oh, like, the, Jess and Amber are gonna be like stopped at the border. Jess gets- I'm scared. sorry, you're not allowed back. Uh, you you have to the mounties are gonna be like, you're gonna have to come with us, ma'am. <laughs> Well,
4: I'm sorry. I didn't know the Mounties were old radio show hosts.
0: No, no, it's 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 the the South Park Canadian accent. It's the South Park Canadian. Uh, You're so young, Sarah. It's so no, it
4: sounded
1: it sounded very 60s cartoon. I'm with you, Sarah.
0: I do. Let me just say your
1: accent.
3: Hold on, it works. Hold on, on hold on, guys
0: let me bring this back real quick i love that 1940s like horse announcer voice like oh they're coming down the stretch Yeah, we're going on it's gonna be yes, a tight one that, I love that, that,
3: that is that is actually oh, all right so fun fact
0: hold on that wait. is called okay. real quick real quick that mm-hmm. is the voice that does all of the recaps and intros to legend of Korra. wow
1: now, so that's it. called the
0: trip
3: that's called the transatlantic accent yeah and it's actually it's it's a manufactured accent it's not a real accent yeah uh, it was just something that was um created because they wanted prep schools wealthy prep schools wanted to create a accent where you wouldn't be able to tell where someone came from, not yep. european or American, so they yep. created it so it was actually if you had that accent you were you basically were rich and you went to a prep a wealthy prep school on the east coast. Yep. Oh, wow. exactly. it was adopted. It was Hollywood. adopted by by oh, Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. A... I looked it up because I one finally one day I was like, why the hell do all these people sound so weird in like the 50s? And, and why did it stop? And like yeah, the so 60s? At you, kid. And it was from like the 20s through the 60s. Yeah.
0: It was just a thing. Yeah. And then they stopped doing it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. Um, okay. So um do we want to go over the features that all of your characters have real quick? Um, and just talk about. So like, for example, the tainted past from uh, the successor. I know it's quite a bit there, um, but it does uh, kind of influence quite a bit of stuff. Um, do you see that, Jess? Yes. Just is. like the bringing them down for, for the hammer. Um, probably, it's left of your moves. Yeah, it on is. the yep, first Christian, page, yeah, yeah. okay. Yep. <clears throat> so anybody who's ready can go first, if you'd like. Uh, we don't have to read word for word, but give an idea of what it's like, basically framing for your character. Do we want to go in the order we've been going in? Like Christian, are you ready to talk about yours? Or I'm gonna need—I'll read it, but I'm gonna have to think about this. Uh, So yeah, yours is
3: mine's tricky. Yeah, you always have an adversary, one who represents the things you're trying to smash through: tyranny, inequality, war—larger and more dangerous concepts that, to you at least, this one person embodies. That's kind of tracks very well with my character. Yeah, Uh, you know what? Although, although my character might be trying to smash through something that's actually good like people so, people taking a taking an island and creating like a multinational like you know country or
0: city. so yeah so let me actually pause the features cuz like i know you have an adversary but like we can actually come up with some fun um maybe npcs and allies and stuff that you guys might know mm-hmm. in one of the other steps of uh setting up this campaign so we did skip a step earlier on where we choose the scope focus and inciting incident of the campaign, right? Um, And it's because I wanted you guys to have an idea of who your characters were before we said how they got together, right? So let's talk about, and everyone gets a say in this. Normally, you know, this would be something where I would go back and I would start writing in a notebook and be like, this is the general premise. But no, I want you guys to chime in here. The first thing we decide is the scope. How much of the four nations do we expect to explore over the course of these next two sessions, right? Um, A small scope, for example, would be like a single fire sage temple, right? Um, maybe there's a problem in a single small location. Uh, the next biggest one would be the air nomad temples. Maybe they need to travel to multiple of them to unlock, uh, you know, a secret part of the past or something like that. Uh, the next biggest one would be something as big as the city of Ba say, Like something is happening on a much larger scale um, and you guys are defending- But or... not war. Not war, yeah. We just ended a war. Let's not get into mm. that.
2: Right. Okay. There's no war in Bossing Set. So anything- oh, there.
0: Yes, there is no war in Bossing Set. Um. And then, lastly, uh, the biggest scope is the world. Like, do you guys want to, in two sessions, uh, go everywhere? I don't think so. We should but- do that to you, just because, right? Uh-huh.
3: Yes.
4: Um. I I like the idea of small or slightly larger than small, just because mm. of our time constraint. and I do something in the first two. Explore the yeah. characters completely.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Well,
1: I mean, I think we already talked a little bit about like Republic. I forgot what it was called. The beginning state. of Republic City. Yeah, the beginning of Republic City. I really like that kind of concept.
0: Yeah, and I think that at this stage of it, maybe um, for various reasons, you guys are there for its founding, like as representatives of hmm, all yes. of the bending nations, and and for and like for someone like you, Arulo, like this is a place where someone can start over. I mean, like, it is a new neutral place and nobody needs to know who you are.
2: It's it's not only a fresh start, but it's also a place that is trying to, um, it's trying to be the like pathfinder for a a better way of life, like harmony and peace. Like, I'm I'm invested in the success of this place because this is what I need to believe. Okay. if if this can't work, if it doesn't happen, then I've got nothing you know so okay. so
0: yeah i like that all right so we're gonna go with a relatively small scope
1: yeah i was but, gonna say is there a way is there something like i don't i'm not familiar with like the how this worked or the city at all but like is there something even smaller within the city that we can focus on like a, um i will come building, up with an institution or something. yeah
0: i can uh i can try and come up with it's something bad, about um let me do a quick search uh like i've watched cora but it, not as recently as re-watching, uh, the ang gang um give me a second um the, Aang gang. the gang man gang um republic city it says here bah, 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 ooh, population of millions we're not there yet obviously but um number of landmarks there is a monumental statue of ang but that went up after he died metal bending police force Technically, at this point, it's probably just the beginning of the kind of place where metal vendors were even being trained, right? Oh, look at this. There's a picture on the Avatar fandom of um, Republic City as it was being evolved from what was Cranefish Town. So we can even call it Cranefish Town before they chose this location to turn it into Republic City.
2: I like that. Yeah. So that's
0: cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um... All right, I'm going to do my research and uh and come back to you guys with that. Um it says within a few decades it turned into a metropolis. So we're still very early on. Um oh, this is great. Nobody go to the nobody go to the fandom site for Republic City cuz I just got <laughs> I just got a wicked good plot hook and I'm just going to write it down right now. Nice. <laughs> This is so good.
2: Send me the link. I can't Google things. I'm too old.
0: <laughs> that was oh, a
1: great Christian interpretation.
2: Or- oh, oh interpretation. no. Oh, man.
0: Holy. Holy man. <laughs> Ouch. Wow man how's it feel That's christian very bad, man uh-huh.
3: bad man sucks to be old mm-hmm.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh christian i'm like oh. hey
2: i was just the one bitching about my sciatica today <laughs> yeah right it was we we're like gosh, I, I still function
1: was you know, definitely I, most broken as
4: a person i, I absolutely person so. I I um for chat because I don't know how to clip things yet, I handwrite all of the notes when they say clip it, I just on a <laughs> sticky note. But I use very shorthand to note down what I'm saying. So while I have the timestamp, but the four I have listed just read Troy Swamp Ass, <laughs> Mose Eponymous, <laughs> Rainy's a Pussy, and Jess a sick burn. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's good. Those are all good. That's what I have. Um. All right, so I guess I kinda gotta tell you guys about my idea, but I'm gonna do this first. So the next thing we choose is the focus for the group. The purpose that brought our characters together to achieve a common goal. You might disagree about how to achieve it, but they all agree that this is the goal that's important and worth risking danger and changing the futures or their futures. Choose one of the following verbs as your group's focus, then determine on the object of that verb's action. I will tell you what I was thinking after I list these things. Ready? To defeat, to defeat, and then in brackets, villain. To protect a place, idea, culture, person, or thing. To change culture, society, place, or person. To deliver a person, place, to place, culture, or person. To rescue a person or thing, or to learn an idea, culture, training, or history. So we have defeat. Protect, change, deliver, rescue, or learn. I think
3: deliver works really well for what
0: the to kind deliver of... a person or thing to a place, culture, or person. To... Can I? You go ahead. No, go ahead. Can I pitch you my idea? Just that I saw in the Republic City. You may. Random yes. wiki. You may not. It says here, and it's, it says here. <laughs> Uh, And it doesn't say who did it. Around 128 AG, which is, I want to say pretty close to what we're talking about, the crime boss, Yakone, used the outlaw ability bloodbending to terrorize the city, but was eventually tried tried by the United Republic Council and dealt with by Avatar Aang after his attempted escape from punishment. So, it doesn't have to be you guys taking down a mob boss, but I love the idea of a mafia showing up in a new city because that is like the that is ripe territory for setting up, you know what I mean? Like uh oh, this wasn't this was in uh this was in um Korra, I think. Yeah. Oh,
2: I think I like damn. the idea of I like the idea of doing this in the sense that it is like the most important thing is to preserve the idea of harmony and peace Mm -hmm. and that being a thing and these people are threatening that that possibility um so yeah but I'm also not I'm I'm literally a pacifist so like I think I would be there trying to like dissolve this and like prevent it from happening but like I wouldn't be like yo here's a big bad boss like let's go kick his ass you know what I mean it'd be I would think of it more of like on a Moral or philosophical
0: level. There is to protect, and one of the options is culture, or like idea. So like protecting... Yes, the idea. Yeah, yeah, protecting the idea that this place isn't a place where that's going to fly, a place where we can all do our thing.
2: It can't be. It literally can't be, because if it is, then I don't, yeah, then everything my character stands for doesn't exist.
0: And my whole life is a lie. So do we want to protect the idea of a harmonious...
2: City. <laughs> I feel like that doesn't jive well with everyone else,
0: though. <laughs> no, we, right. could
2: just, we, could,
3: well, we could just because we could We all have we could all have our own reasons for doing that, though. Yeah, we could all have our selfish reasons, idea. right? Like, it could come up with something like Sa- Sarah and Troy would all their your characters would totally be about like, let's, you know, unity, love, blah, blah, blah. You know, yay, blah, yay. Blah, blah, blah. Now, Jessica's my character, believe might support that but for purely like Machiavellian reasons right
1: yeah I like the idea of my character wanting to bring technology to the other nations and very much establishing that we're the best nation
0: this is you know what this is this is a like capitalistic endeavor to like you maybe
1: Exactly.
0: You're like you know what I mean? I lost all my like sweet stuff from being noble now that that's not a thing anymore. So I might as well start a company and make bank. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that I have is to protect cool.
2: Peace and harmony so I can profit ruthlessly.
0: <laughs> uh everybody again please go watch Cora cuz there's literally a character who does this. Oh, <laughs> like man. he is literally a just ruthless capitalist and it's hysterical. Like he got because Everyone else in the show is just like, you're the worst. <laughs> like it's is so Bezos? good. It's so oh, good. Gosh. No, his name is not Bezos, but it should have been. Mm. Uh, so I'm gonna write down to protect the idea of like a, what, yeah. Unity. Do we want to use yeah. the word harmonious or what do we want to use? Like- um, I like unity. Unified, like a yeah. unified city. Yeah,
4: yeah. City. Neutral ground Yeah.
0: together.
3: And I like Unity better. So so here's some I like that. Would that you totally say one nation
0: me. under Aang? Oh god. Oh god.
3: Uh, I, that <laughs> goes against my character basically. But here's the thing: uh, just like Jess is being a cynical capitalist, I'm just gonna be like capitalizing it from the point of view of like politically, sure. So yeah. I want I want to regain my family status in like the police force or something, right? So I'm just gonna oh. be like, yeah. like yeah, go Unity. But I don't really, I don't really give a shit about it. I'm just trying to like make a name for myself.
4: I was gonna say, if you do this, yeah. it looks good for your family.
0: Exactly, Christian. Yeah. Not only that, we just discussed this. Republic City eventually becomes a city where the police force are metal benders, and they use yep. like zip lines and stuff. You could be a member and of you could be a member of Toph Beifong's like metal bending academy, like that All starts right. there. Yeah, like she starts training earthbenders to metal bend so that they can protect. Uh, like well, that's infrastructure why I'm there. Made
3: of metal. That's perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. That's why I'm there then, because this oh, will be. We're awesome. playing in a time where this is just getting off the ground, so it wouldn't be up and running yet, right? And you're a
2: member of the freaking knowledge. No, or my, whatever.
3: My parents were basically my parents were basically the Gestapo, but I'm just like, nah, that was a misunderstanding, and now I'm (laughs) like,
0: (laughs) but also, but I mean, um, like we could be in the part of it where like they're starting to consider like city planning infrastructure to be metal, so that way you can utilize these things. Yep, that's cool. It's and that could
3: give me that would give me a reason for for like learning from jess's character too because metal yeah. is a combination of like earth and fire basically right um so.
0: metal is actually imported from the fire nation so yeah, yeah i mean
3: like, yeah.
0: So, yeah um look at this we're not only are we world building we're e- economically making sense uh, <laughs> all right um so it says I mean, here half of the party is so then there's a bunch of other questions here and then that. we have this swamp <laughs> <laughs> so um i have a question so there's questions here that say like what makes the villain powerful and compelling? I'm gonna like hold the villain close to the vest. I think I think I'm gonna wait and like introduce the complications as they arise. You're yeah. all there with these like um, stars in your eyes, you know, like big big plans, big big picture things. Um, it says here if you're trying to protect, deliver, blah blah blah. Uh, if you're trying to protect something, why is it important to a lot of people? That's an easy question That's to easy. answer. Yeah. Um, and what makes it vulnerable to danger? Okay. That's, that's also easy. an easy question to yeah, answer. Really an very, Very answer, easy answer. question to answer. If your group focus uh, has to do with a whole culture or society, what happened recently to convince the characters now? It's time for change. That's an easy question. <laughs> if you're trying to learn something, we're not. Uh, if your group focus is
4: uh, trying to learn jack K.
0: Nah, no, nope. Learning is stupid. Um, books got are for no dummies. Time for some learning. Books are for dummies. Says the person with the basement full of books <laughs>
3: um,
4: to the librarian
0: yeah you should I, sarah one day i got to show you a picture of my home library it's uh kind of obnoxious bro don't you actually have library cards for your home library i do for, like people I do to, and to a to stamp them. and a stamp that says from the library of rainy legal so if any of my friends borrow my books uh i know who has it and i know uh hello they've had it yeah yeah pretty great right that was a birthday present for my wife not too long ago because i be built funny. like uh, I turned a whole wall of our basement into library floor-to-ceiling like library shelves, um, and I was like, "Cool, let's uh let's do this thing." And That's I already a great ran out of idea.
2: I wonder if it runs in like her family lineage, maybe like great
0: ideas. Like Lynn is wife. my my wife is like, the, the greatest gift really giver. Awesome. My wife is the greatest gift giver in the world. I'm convinced. Like it's nuts. Somebody will say something in February. She'll have bought it by March. And she will have sequestered it away, pull it out of a, pull it out of a closet in December, or for somebody's birthday, and just be like, they wanted this, and I'm like, when did they say that? They're like, one time randomly, blah blah blah, and I'm like, oh my god, that's insane.
3: That's a
0: <laughs> She's, it's, it's impressive. So shout out my wife. And then there's me. Shout out like... my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, <laughs> lastly. Uh, so lastly, and this is kind of cool, uh, basically uh, the inciting incident, it says here, uh, is the plot of our series pilot episode, the story of how you guys met one another. <clears throat> Part of me wants to make this the mini-series. Um, but I also like the idea of answering these questions and giving it away to like already have established relationships. We talked about the uh, connections. Um, let me double check those real quick because I might just make this the short series like the inciting incident right um but even the connections here says like it's it's like you already know these people right like under i think i'm still in the bold um in the bold here it says like blank is my ward they need me to have their back end of story so like if you guys are just meeting at the beginning of this like you're not going to know that stuff so let's answer these questions and determine what's up
4: are we just meeting at the beginning of this
0: no, that's what I'm saying. We're going to answer these questions right now. Um,
4: weren't we holding off on that because we don't have Amber?
0: Um, we we will answer these ones and then okay. save the connections for after. So this oh, is like oh, this, different. Yeah. So this these inciting incident questions uh, discuss the thing that made you all uh, team up for the first time. Anyway, right? Gotcha. So. Okay. Uh, in, and, and what we'll do is, uh, for the sake of us being good at uh, talking games and running games, we're going to narrate this. And I think this is where we'll probably end tonight's session, is we'll uh, we'll quickly discuss in the next 15 minutes um, what the pilot episode of our, ep- of our series looks like. And then we're going to pick up from the end of that and start the next episode, right? Like the fallout of what happened when you guys got together for the first time. That's where we're going to pick up and play the game, okay? Okay. Okay. So we have to ask some of these questions um, or you have to, you guys have to tell me which ones of these you like. Uh, in act one of our pilot episode, which of these do you guys think makes the most sense for your guys' inaugural squad uh, thing? So we befriended Ally who gave us access to a valuable item. Um, part of me wants to post these to chat. Um, But, so it says, we befriended somebody who gave us access to something valuable. That's one pitch. The other is, we discovered a secret hidden by a powerful figure. We did something fun, but it drew the ire of a powerful figure in the process. Or, we learned the frightening plans of a powerful foe.
3: I think discovering a secret or learning the plans.
1: Yeah, exactly. Those are cool. too.
0: Yeah. Okay. So either way, you guys are going to have to determine uh if you discovered a hidden secret of a powerful figure of cranefish soon to be Republic City, or if you learned about frightening plans from a powerful foe.
4: <coughs> I mean, if we're per if if the overall goal is protecting the harmony of the city and you know, unifying, um, I feel like Discovering plans from a foe would kind of jut us into that,
3: mhm-,
4: um if you guys yep. are down,
0: yeah, that sounds good to me <laughs> I don't know how to drink fluids <laughs>
4: well, generally, it's easier than drinking solids, so you're on the right track,
0: yeah, I'm a gas oh. guy myself.
4: oh my oh wow, breath Aryan, really
0: <laughs> uh, oh wow, that was, did you come up with that on a spot? That's good.
4: I that is look, a
0: reference
3: right there.
4: Look, I I, I do a lot of uh, cult podcasts. Oh, okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> so um so Shout we're out thinking... to
4: zealot. The podcast is no longer continuing, but by god, it's a good listen. 43 episodes of
0: <laughs> Chef's Kiss. <Okay>. Um <clears throat> all right, so you went with the uh frightening plans of a powerful foe. Is that I what we were so. deciding? That
4: sounds
0: good. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Yeah, so, cool. you guys need to tell me who this powerful foe is.
4: I thought you said you had a villain in mind,
0: right?
1: Yeah, I thought we had a mafia dude person.
0: Yeah, Rainy. I'm cool. I'm cool with making okay. this about the mafia. Yeah. Um, I have a good mafia story. So, should we make it that person that was, maybe it's the predecessor? Right? Yeah. Um. Oh. A a, bend, a predecessor to y- 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 Yakone. I can't remember how they pronounced it. Yakone. Um, so I'm just going to write in brackets. Mob boss. Uh, anybody who wants to can come up with a name. Or maybe we use the. I'm going to use because I didn't get to use it. Yeah. Avatar name the last generator. Airbender, name generator. I'm going to go with. Ooh. He is a member of the Earth Kingdom. His name is. Uh, and what are the. Uh his his name is uh Don Moshan Don Moshan Don Moshan <laughs> discovered the frightening plans of Don Moshan. The Don, they just called them the Don. Um because that's an easy way for me to not mispronounce terrible names, like mispronounce names terribly and uh stick to the mafia trope. The Don. Mm. Um so uh what were those frightening plans like did you get does anybody have any ideas for like what those would be
1: i kind of i i was like when i was thinking about the mafia or like thinking about messing up with construction right i was thinking of maybe when it was the earlier city just somehow laying something underneath right the city that ruins the infrastructure somehow right
0: ooh or mafia are all about smuggling right and this is a uh coastal town maybe it was about them setting oh, up like yeah. underground or like uh interconnected cavern smuggling rings mm. yeah like it, like yeah. do you like that yep smug i'm just gonna write smuggling tunnels <laughs> smuggling tunnels,
2: smuggling tunnels.
0: <laughs> oh, oh oh gosh <laughs> Uh, I don't know if that's the vibe. Uh...
4: Wait, why, why did you go for that and not
0: smuggling tunnels? Yeah, smuggling, smuggling tunnels. tunnels! Under the city.
4: Oh,
0: oh. This girl didn't even watch Avatar.
4: I know Secret Tunnel, it's a meme. Everyone knows Secret oh, memes. Tunnels.
2: I gotta keep
0: you guessing.
4: Um,
0: all right. In Act Two of that pilot, you guys had discovered the smuggling tunnels, the smuggling tunnels of the Don. I've ruined it. Yes. Uh, so what happened next in act two of the pilot? Did you steal a valuable item from the Don? Um, I assume we're going to use the same powerful photo. So did you steal a, a valuable item from the Don? Did you discover a terrible truth about a location or powerful figure? Maybe someone was working with the don that was Mm. or maybe the tunnels themselves or um did you defend an ally or place from the don maybe he needed to find a fence and he wanted to take over a business or did you destroy a valuable item that drew the ire of the owner the don
3: maybe we discovered that the don is in like yeah it cahoots yeah it's i wanted to uh, use the word i'm sorry it's okay. Uh, I, I didn't want to. I was trying to think of another <laughs> word, but then you just jumped right in. So um, we got a
0: swamp Hellbilly. cahoots. Is we the do, word.
3: yeah, all the y'all in cahoots. <laughs> 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 Ding. Uh, so I can't wait to
4: do this voice <laughs> just get wrecked for two weeks, two sessions straight.
3: So uh, this is what just gonna your life is gonna be all the way through December, Sarah. Oh uh-huh.
4: man.
3: uh Um. Yes. Yeah, so maybe like uh, the initial. Officials who are setting up the city are in cahoots with the Don.
4: Or maybe like that's a very mob thing. One of the officials is, and he's using his power to convince the others without them realizing what he's doing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Ooh, okay. So, is that what we're going with? Uh, The terrible truth that one of the early leaders of Cranefish City, Republic City, um, was working with the mafia? Yeah. Okay. Can you tell me who that powerful figure was? Like, we don't need a name per se, although if anybody wants to go to the generators, like maybe what nation they were from or uh, like what industry they might've been a part of.
1: I mean, they should also be either, I would say Earth or Fire Nation, because like, mm-hmm. what, what is what is this sitting being built out of, right? Like, I feel like maybe they're specifically moving construction people to a different
4: place as they construct these tunnels, you know, or. Ooh. I like construction industry.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's good.
4: Maybe um, there's like this this person who's kind of in charge of the building of the city, and they're like his or they're like construction right hand man, like a contractor sort of who kind of handles or like someone
3: or like a or like a city official, like a planning board sort of person who's yeah. just like you know, oh no, we don't dig over there. That's you know, dig safe says we can't dig there. It's because there are secret tunnels there. It's not because there's anything you know, right. You know and it's a bunch cool of earth benders,
0: right? That yes. can like, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
3: Yep. It would It would be cool if there's like,
2: well, never mind. I was going to say the, so all metal benders can bend earth, right?
0: Uh, all, it's just that. Yes. Yeah.
2: Okay. But not all earth benders can bend metal. Correct. Okay. I was going to say maybe they, maybe they had like some sort of metal or alloy in like regular bricks that looked like stone or clay and like they were able to physically move them. Uh, but I don't know how I would make that work because if it worked the other way around, I can make it work, but I don't think I can. No. I think
0: you know we have a I'm good saying? thing here. Yeah, um, so say, yeah, say it again. Like, let me just, let me just think oh, of Yeah. <clears throat> say that again, Troy.
2: I was saying it would be really cool if like they were building buildings out of like brick and stone and earth but they like somehow discreetly put metal into the building so that they could specifically bend it but Mm -hmm. that without other people knowing or being able to but that doesn't work it would work if it was the opposite if all if all metal benders could bend um earth no if all earth benders could bend metal but not yeah 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 it's okay it's fine
0: no, I think it's, I think we got a good thing here where like, I like that we're building a political conspiracy. <laughs> like, mm. like in this, like, you know, this new world of Avatar, it's just like, ah, politics. <laughs> um,
3: and it's politics with like the zoning board. It's not even like- Which honestly,
0: again, I'm telling you guys, if this is the stuff that we're having fun building, you all need to watch Korra. It is very good. Um, uh, But yeah, so the Don and an early leader of Cranefish Town, uh, Republic City, a planning director or something similar, uh, we're using Earthbenders uh, to, to, you know, dig these tunnels and make make that money. Um, so let me just uh, let's say, is it a male or a female this planning director? Care. Yeah.
4: Roll a d four.
0: Yeah. Odds and evens.
4: Four.
0: Five. <laughs> I got odd. Awesome. Uh, that's a dude then. That's a dude. All right. I was Deuce. just about to
4: say odds is a dude, evens is a lady.
0: All right. So we're we're gonna call him um director. Oh, this is good. Director shoe That's good. <laughs> director <laughs> Shu. Okay. Um, so again, like we're and and when we're done with these three questions, I want you guys to all talk about some cool things that you did like in this pilot episode, like what brought you all together, right? Um And like, why, you know what I mean? Like we were already talking about like, maybe, you know, Che, you were there because you're starting a business, right? Like you're you're there like trying to like make a buck and like, you're seeing like, this isn't bullshit. Like where the hell, why isn't my stuff coming in? Or like, why is stuff going missing from, anyway, we'll talk about this. Mm. Act three, the final act of the pilot episode. We fought and barely defeated the Don. We narrowly escaped capture by the Don. We saved or rescued an ally from a powerful figure, not the Don. um, Or we were saved from the Don by an ally, but it was to their own detriment.
4: I kind of like escaped capture because that just means like he's still out
0: there. still out there. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. And yeah, let's me use the Don. Oh yeah, let's go. We narrowly escaped... Capture
2: by the dawn. Okay, getting captured again, homie.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, you're not going out like that, man. Not not at all. All right, so uh, I want you all to just like kind of paint paint me a picture of what this this uh, each of you were doing kind of during each of these things. So during Act One of the uh, pilot episode, where it starts and we see Cranefish Town, or is it Cranefish Town? Cranefish Town, um, a small coastal village, uh, all of a sudden flooded with people from all different walks of life, different nations, all coming to this place because a uh, team gang said, hey, this is a place where we can put everybody. It's relatively central. We're gonna make this place a neutral ground, a unified city for everyone. So for various reasons, you're all there. What is it that brings you all together learning the frightening plans of the smuggling tunnels of the Don? Don Moshan.
2: Oh, we were talking, me. About, we okay. were talking about them. Like, we were we were talking about them like built trying to build in a certain area and for whatever reason like it wasn't allowed or whatnot. Um <laughs> I think something that my character would probably do is if there was something where people were getting hurt or if there was like serious conflict where there was a lot of tension and anger and like things were about to get like out of control I would probably be the type of person that would like fit like I think of the people like that like tie themselves to trees in the rainforest so they can't like bulldoze them over like maybe I was that guy and I was like really annoying but like people kind of tolerated me but I I did like maybe do something and then like this Don guy came along and he was like, okay, like this won't stand. And then maybe he did something more serious where he like, I don't know, had some of his guys beat me up or something like that. Um oh,
0: maybe, or- maybe was was there a protest? Like that could be an easy way to like bring you all together. Like maybe yeah. like, uh like for any reason, all four all four of you and Amber's character could easily have been at something like a protest for um for something like dangerous tunnels collapsing that's that's a
3: really good idea let's yeah maybe there was a tunnel collapse that's a great shoddy construction a tunnel collapse people were lost in it people were lost in it uh jess maybe yeah let's say like i know know, i was like am
1: i supposed to care about that
3: no you (laughs) didn't but you know what you you were like you were like why can't i get a contract with these people why would they buy my stuff it's all held up and it's all held up in a Uh, bunch of like political uh. crap Okay. Yeah, and you're like red tape, you know. They're they're like, you know, they won't let me get anywhere because I'm from the Fire Nation, isn't that right? And so you're you're protesting for that reason, you know, strictly selfish reasons. Uh, I'd say I, my character, same thing. He he hates what's going on, uh, and he's like, you know, all these foreigners are coming into my country, and freaking, you know, look look what's happening already, you know, shoddy workmanship, I'm telling you. Uh, oh, so no. he's so he's there, so he's there for
0: that. Christian, I hate your character so much. I hate him, I hate him so much. Um, Jess, I mean, you could also be there not to literally protest, but just to be there so that way you can find somebody who's on the other side of it and walk up to them and just be like, you know, we can make a deal and this could all, you know what I mean? Like this can all, we can ignore all this crap. I got, I got plans. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. but just, then that also reason
1: why your tunnels collapsed. I, yeah. you need reinforced, like,
0: but they to, like, can't make a deal them. with you because they're in a deal with the dump. Mm-hmm. So it's like slowly, all of it. Okay, so we need the icon. Uh, we we need Christian's character is there. Uh, I is there because a bunch of foreigners collapsed tunnels. Uh, Trey's character is there because um, people are getting hurt and this is not the whole point of the city. Like what is going on? This is dangerous. This is stupid. We have other things we could be doing. Jess's character is there for personal gain. What is, what's your oh, the icon there?
4: I think Rue was, wanted to go there Um, kind of as this new city is being built because her logic is well you know the northern and southern water tribes they've they've got a long way to go before they get here but I'm a water tribe member and I can go and maybe help and like give some input um and because you know she kind of feels pressure from her tribe to like oh now that the avatar Aang has like that he knows about them and he cares about them so they have to reach out and help now because they're being represented. They're understood, you know, but you know, the avatar likes them. So we have to, you know, try and be better uh, while still, you know, keeping to our traditions. And so I think she's there to kind of help out um and see what it's like to tell everyone back home. Um, but then also gets just swept up in this um, and is, is worried about the you know same same as Troy's character the the people getting hurt and kind of trying to be like hey like there's you know there's sustainable ways to do this you know you can we've got all these earth benders and you know water benders. we can kind of like reform the nature and use this this and this to make it safe and like nature's your you know, these are sea
0: these are sea caves right that they're potentially like smuggling into and stuff like that so like for you you're just like why are you tunneling there like that's not good you know and like, yeah. yeah, like your character is just going on her. Hey, y'all, that's that dumb as hell. Why the hell are you doing um, that? Why y'all big like, and there? An environmentalist.
4: So she's yeah. like, one, this is bad for the environment. But two, like, those are not going to stay open well. Like, what are you doing?
0: Um, so yeah, and I think that that definitely already paints a picture of the connection between you and Troy's character, which is going to be fun to, to yeah. d- dive into uh, the compassion. And too, I, I like too, the, the, the idea of like, I like the idea of uh, my character and Jess's character. Like,
3: We're there for, like, really basically bad reasons. Uh, but then we, you know maybe we 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 see something we see somebody going in a tunnel whatever it is like, Jess's character and I are probably gonna hate each other uh, which yep. is awesome <laughs> yeah and and but but they like you know they 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 saw something and then they're like oh well fine we'll just work together to find out what this is and then they found you know collected these. Two goofs and Amber's character, and you know, maybe they all witnessed this thing together, but we were only like five that witnessed whatever it is, them going into the secret tunnels or something. Uh, you know, and her and I are just like, we're gonna find out what this is because we're gonna get people in trouble, and they're coming up from it from you know, we need to keep people safe, but right? what Or if,
0: What if, and this is this is good, I, you just gave me a great idea. What if the cave ins are actually fake bending, right? They are the distraction, and Someone did die, but it's because they opposed the Don. Oh, yeah. And they blamed, they blamed the right? And you guys being the environmentalists and being the people who are just like, what is in the way of like or like you're going there going, like, how did they possibly mess this up? I'm an earthbender. I could like, you know what I mean? Like, this is easy. You know what I mean? Like, what are they doing? And you go there just going, like, how what is the problem? And all and you guys see a group of mob flunkies. Earth bend a tunnel right through the collapse, walk in like nothing's a problem. And you're all like. Yeah. And that's that that's how you discover it. these are actually secret tunnels that the mob is using for a bunch of illegal stuff. Okay. Nice. Gangs together. Gangs all here, right? Okay. So we got Don't the forget gang. Chumbie. And chumby. Right. Oh. Of course. Of course, Chumby. Uh that's gonna be a weird one to justify. Uh sneak it in with a, a well,
4: two, maybe, two-ton,
0: two ton. Maybe,
4: Maybe that happened at night and she's got Chumby at a little like stable or something for the night so she can go yeah. take a walk.
0: He can do whatever, it's fine. Uh, Chumby can chill. Um, all right, so <laughs> he's a good boy. So then we go to commercial, right? Like that's that's the perfect place to cut to commercial in that cartoon, right? Where like the four of you are there, for various five of you because Amber's character will have been there for some reason, mm-hmm. various reasons, and you watch these earthbender flunkies go in to the cave like. That's not who's supposed to be going there. They should be people who are helping. They should be like first responders. They should be whatever. They should be infrastructure people. No, just a bunch of flunkies going in there. You guys go in there and discover the Don and Director Shu are working together. And like that, this is a perfect place for like a cartoon, right? Where like you guys sneak in, it's dark in the caves, blah, blah, blah. And you overhear the conversation and they're just like, uh oh, this this setback you know shoes like this this setback better be worth it you know the, the don's just like ah relax the people here they're all idiots and like basically it's just like them discussing their business plans to turn cranefish city into a smuggling capital right so um you can also during us discussing these kinds of things you guys tell me are there do you have allies like have you made friends that aren't the five of you are there items or like interesting locations people, places? other enemies that you might like uh, you know christian you have your adversary so are they involved are they in Cranefish city
3: yes let's say they are but i like the idea of the adversary being like almost like maybe like an internal affairs sort of person who like went after my family for corruption or something like that oh my right goodness. Yeah. And, but now is like installed in the government there would you and... almost go as far as to say a mountie yes yeah, yeah like a mounty, but it uh <laughs> And, and I'm sorry, everyone. Sarah's I'm so sorry. mad. Yeah.
4: Just be nice to the Canadians. <laughs> we No, they're meet.
3: fun to pick on. Because uh, they won't do anything back. Because they're hosers. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh. Hey, they've got like
1: moose and bears
4: and stuff. Yeah, nine, they and the they, them. they a themselves a fight will not play? say anything
3: back. They they will literally like apologize while you make fun of them. So yeah, um,
4: I was gonna say Randy's right. Look at hockey; it's like the most violent sport. Canada, that's because that's where
3: Canada, all the aggression Canada, comes Canada, out. Love you. I, that's, I know. Yeah, quite I'm a few just Canadians kidding. I love I love Canadians too. I'm just kidding. Wolverine's a Canadian. He's cool. <laughs> uh,
0: cool. So all right. So your adversary, which we'll flush out later, but is there also? Yeah, but
3: let's say like yeah, but but n- not part of this but is like an internal was was an internal affairs person okay now is working in the government in the city here but like i hate them and would not want to go to them with this stuff and if i have to i'm going to be like oh son of a bitch i have to go
0: talk to that one Uh, so i have a question and they
3: probably won't even believe me
0: if i go so they're so they're administrative i was going to ask maybe if they're uh in the early like metal bending uh police force but no we're yeah yeah Yeah? no i would
3: say i would go with that yeah
0: yeah okay
3: yeah like like a like a kind of like a um like a commissioner gordon sort of guy
0: right okay yeah yeah Yeah. i love that you pick a good guy to be your foil like you really are building up i'm making an asshole you're making an asshole this is great you're making
3: an
4: asshole
0: my character is an asshole there, it's like you already are an asshole oh yeah. <laughs> that's not what i hey, said but that listen you were talking know. about sometimes sometimes you play characters very different from yourself sometimes like christian you just play yourself in avatar. this, this is what it is i'm an oh, asshole. asshole i'm kidding all right so <clears throat> so yeah we see you guys in these secret tunnels these uh smuggling tunnels um in the yes in the in the coastal town, of, uh, Cranefish town. Um, the mafia leader and the director of planning here as they're developing this into Republic city are working on some deals, but something happens where you guys are going to almost be captured. Mm -hmm. Who messes up or like what causes, you know what I mean? Like, like, fictionally, like, (laughs) if not me, yeah, I'm like um, no this. <laughs> yeah, uh, what? Uh, well, it would be Troy because he's uh, he's doing something over there. This cat. Well, Troy and Amber
3: are not here, so we can pick on them.
0: Oh, it's mm. Amber's fault. It's Amber's fault. Yeah, no. Totally Amber's fault. He
2: would hate that. You would hate that. My children yeah. are allegedly dying of starvation, so like I have to feed my kid because he's incapable of feeding himself because he doesn't like the food. So, but yeah, I am listening. <laughs>
0: it's, it is all right. Yeah, please do feed your children. <laughs>
2: yes, kid. they
0: are
3: children. Uh, I no, would say um, good. Good. I'm, I'm fine with having been. I, having been the one to have screwed things up. Okay, how'd yeah, you do that? I
1: was going to say mine, too, either
3: way. Uh, how did I do that? I don't know. Give me some ideas, guys.
2: Violence was gender. definitely part of the problem.
3: It could Another, be, but I mean, gender. I'm also just like, I'm also blunt and excessive, so he's, I. Enough, e. of, he's <laughs> enough of a dumbass to have just gone like barged his way in and be like, what's going on here? You but I don't narrowly, know.
1: What, you narrowly escaped by collapsing the tunnel and almost killing us. All.
3: Killing all of us as well. Oh, that's cool. That's
0: fine. Yeah, I like that. Oops. Okay, so that's cool. So you do collapse the tunnel on the way out and there actually now for the first time is a collapse. Um, oh, my question. I, I kind of want to ask if anybody got hurt, but I think that because this is an Avatar cartoon, we're not going to ask that question. Uh, we're going to assume that it just kind of separated people and it was not more of an inconvenience than anything. And... Mm-hmm. Basically, what it did was allow you guys to get out with the knowledge that there is yeah. Some, but they got uh, but they got a very good look at all of us.
1: Wait, guys, before can we, we have, can we have like escaped on the ocean side of the cliffside, and then this like hippopotamus creature was there to like pick us up in yes. the water. Yes, yes, we just <laughs> yes. jumped
3: on the hippo moose.
4: Yeah, yes, like, Rue just like, like hold on, it's, I got this, and yeah. she just does like a very specific like whistle or like she's got her. like a leaf horn, and then you guys are like what the
0: fuck, just, and then just splash, like a huge splash, and then and it just, like,
4: and it's like, jumpy <laughs> and they're just, like,
0: <laughs> um, okay, yeah, uh, everybody, just for the sake of this, what's, what are we at for time, two and a half hours, uh, two forty five. uh, okay, so you narrowly escape, um, I was gonna say, everybody say one badass thing you did, just so that way you guys can feel cool about your abilities, so we'll save that, um, uh. It's mostly just about all of you now being implicated together, yep um, and now like what we're gonna play through is the uh ooh, what is uh we're gonna play through the mob issues in uh in avatar oh, legends okay. this is very fun um cool, nice yeah um Great. All right. excellent uh we'll do connections next time and we will do. Uh, fleshing out the everybody's features next time as well um just so that way we could do it with amber here so that way if there's any kind of fun interplay we can absolutely include that kind of thing and then we will dive right in to uh what's going on in cranefish town nice
4: All all right i love it well, thank you guys so much for joining us for this first episode of Avatar Legends. Uh, there are going to be two more episodes of this, uh, back to our normal Every Other Friday schedule with podcast releases being on the other Fridays. Uh, so come check us out. Uh, it'll The next episode uh, will be airing live on the 19th of November. Uh, so come hang out with us then. In the meantime, check us out on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at DMs After Dark. Come check out our podcast on all the podcast apps worth their salt. Uh, we also have our YouTube channel, which uploads all of the VODs. Uh, and if you'd like to, to reach out to us uh, individually one-on-one, we have an email, DMsAfterDark at gmail.com. Uh, in the meanwhile, thanks for watching, guys, and uh, don't get swamp ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's,
3: great. That's, great. that's just that's great. awesome. Cool. Bye, guys.
0: Bye, guys. <laughs> Good night, guys. Bye. Stay dry. <laughs> <laughs>